following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. Classic Hits Power 99 Sports presents high school football. Perrin going to follow Simonson up the middle on a quarterback draw, and he's actually past everybody. He's now past the 50, runs past the secondary, past the 30, past the 20. No one's going to catch him inside the 10 and diving into the end zone. Jackson Perrin. Tonight, the C2 playoffs kick off in Sutton as the Mustangs battle the Battle Creek Braves. High School Football and KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. They will give it to him on the jet sweep, and he's hit the backfield, and then he throws the ball, and it's complete at the 40-yard line. Down the field is Jordan Davis. He was everything but tackled in the backfield by Richter. Halfback pass it down the field. Sutton is the number two seed in this year's playoffs and has shut out six of their nine opponents. Battle Creek has advanced to the last five state semifinals and will need a road upset to keep their streak alive. It's the Braves and the Mustangs coming up next, but first it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Sutton with Power 99 Sports' Caleb Henry right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. 61 degrees, beautiful night for playoff football, Class C2 here from Sutton. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay on Power 99. We've had a great night of football on Thursday as the eight-man teams got underway, had a few six-man games go earlier today, and now we are into 11-man football for the playoffs. 16 teams, and we've got a matchup tonight in Sutton between number two, Sutton. They are 8-1 and one on the season, and they will be welcoming, in, welcoming into town 6-3, 15 seed Battle Creek. A whole lot to go on this Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame. Hogemeyer Hybrids, contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. But we're going to jump right into some coaches' interviews. First, talk with the Braves head man, Andrew Carlson. Steve Raymer coming up next on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here and from my first day 18 years ago I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me, and it just relaxes me, and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care our inspiration.
And welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. We are joined by the head football coach at Battle Creek in Andrew Carlson, and uh, we've got a chance to talk with Coach a variety of time over the years. Not only have they made it so deep in the playoffs, they've played Sutton a couple of times during this run. Uh, he's been a Shrine Bowl coach and, and was up in Kearney for that as well. And Coach, uh, again, uh, you had to retool a little bit this year, but a lot expected when you've made it to five consecutive state semifinals. How, how was the off season with that kind of on the plate, knowing what you had coming back? Well, you know, uh, we're very fortunate to be at Battle Creek. Uh, Battle Creek is a, definitely a football community. It's a community that takes a lot of pride in the program, and um, our kids kind of understand that, you know, what the expectations are year in, year out, and they've done a good job of, of rising to that challenge. Tell me a little bit about what you had to address in the off season to make another run here this year and get yourself qualified for the playoffs. Well, we knew that we were going to be a younger team because we have a very small senior class. Um, and uh, so we kind of knew what we had ahead of us. And we, we, we were excited because we knew that we had some good talent coming up. It was just a matter of those guys developing and growing and, and continuing to work the way that they needed to to be successful. And um, fortunately, those guys have kind of, like I said, risen to the challenge and have done a really nice job for us up to this point. Being a, a coach that has seen Sutton here a couple of times over the last five years, how much does that help you, and have you seen much change when you look at film this year of them? Well, i tell you what, we, we respect Sutton a lot. They're a very physical football team. They pride themselves on being able to run the ball efficiently. Um, you know, in a lot of ways, they're very similar to, to us. Uh, they have changed from what they were uh, in the past, you know, where they're more of a Maryland I team, Veer team. Uh, now they're obviously more of a spread uh, power run team, but uh, – you know, just different formations, but kind of still the same philosophy behind what they've done in the past, I guess is what you'd say. Well, when you run an offense like you run an offense, you've got to have a young quarterback that can uh, kind of handle it. Tell us a little bit about Ty and, and his run-pass distribution so far this year. Well, Ty's done a great job. He's really, really improved a lot from his junior to his senior year, just uh, the confidence that he has out there. Uh, um, this year he's done a great job with uh, – passing I think he's pretty darn efficient passing I know the completion percentage might be a little bit deceiving because we had a run in there we had a quite a few drops but uh, since that point really our kids have done a nice job at the receiver position of making plays for us but uh, Ty throws the ball effectively and the big thing is he's been a real real force for us in the running game he's made, made a lot of splash plays for us uh, with his feet so he's doing just a great job for us we're talking with Battle Creek head football coach Andrew Carlson here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame. Ty is one of four players on the team. He's got 370. There's three other guys that are above him, but no thousand-yard rusher. You're distributing the ball. Was that the game plan coming into the year? Is that because you've got that much talent? Have injuries figured in? Is some of that late game rushing? Uh, why, why such a balance with these four guys? Well, to be honest, uh, we knew kind of coming into the year that we had three guys that were going to be competing for the for the running back spot. And uh, just kind of worked out where they're a group of unselfish guys that understand that they're at their best if they're fresh. And, and we just rotate very, very evenly throughout games. And it's kind of created uh, the situation we're in now where we've got a lot of guys that we've got three guys that have rushed for the yardage you have and, and uh, helped our team be successful. I know uh, when we come up here and, and we talk with Coach Raymer for Sutton, uh, their defense is unbelievable. He also is going to point out uh, a little bit about your defense and, and talk about how close a couple of your losses were, how that game came down to maybe a turnover or a ball bouncing against Centennial and Norfolk Catholic. So when you look at 6-3 and three and the teams that you have played, how do you feel uh, the team has, has played through this regular season? Well, I'll be honest. I, you know, um... 
I thought we've played really well this year. You know, like I said, we were a younger team at the beginning of the year, a lot of first-time starters that were, were coming in, and we faced a pretty difficult schedule. And uh, that first game, we got thumped by Shelby. There's no doubt about it. And uh, we learned a lot from that game and and uh, made a big step that second week. And then we had Centennial Week 3, who obviously is a really good football program. And I thought defensively we played really, really well. We had a couple busts in the passing game. But uh, other than that, I think we held them to 40 yards rushing, somewhere along those lines. And, and uh, you know, our defense really from that point forward has been very, very strong for us and, and just continued to get better week in, week out. And, um, you know, we something we do pride ourselves on our defense, and I thought our kids have, have uh, just done a great job kind of carrying on that strong defensive tradition that we have. Another couple moments here with Battle Creek head football coach Andrew Carlson. Uh, they'll be taking on Sutton. Everybody wants to say that one of the major reasons Sutton lost that game to Centennial was the turnovers. You saw Centennial. Nobody is scoring on Sutton. How can you move the ball and put some points on the board in this game? Well, I'll tell you what, it's going to be a great challenge. Uh, Sutton's big. They're athletic. I mean, they just got a very nice, complete football team. But in these games, you know, it always comes down to the basics. It really does. Team that tackles the best, team that blocks the best protects the football is going to be the one that's victorious so you know of the three things you just got to focus on week in week out and and uh try to win those battles coach is this a game we we kind of hear it about at the college or maybe the nfl level where you're going to have to grind it out you don't want to have to try and score 28 32 points well that's kind of been us all season for the most part you know we're uh we're a team that uh you know we got a lot of solid athletes we don't have necessarily a lot of home run threat guys on our team but uh we're physical and we're kind of a group that is a, a group of grinders that likes the the uh the challenge of every down you know getting that three or four yards and, and limiting them to less than that when we're on defense so um this is the kind of game that's going to be fun for us i know our kids are really excited about it and and looking forward to it Hey, Coach, let me just ask you kind of that media guy question here. When you've made it to five consecutive state semifinals and you're probably not the favorite for the first time in the first round in a long time, it, it has to feel a little bit different. How is you and a coaching staff approaching it? Well, I'll tell you what, it's nice to be under the radar, to be honest. And <laughs> something that, um, you know, like I said, our kids – we every week we prepare the best that we can, and uh, this is just another one of those weeks where we're excited to play our best football game of the year. So, um, really looking forward to the challenge, and, and know Sutton's going to be a great team to play, and chips will fall where they fall. All right, coach, you guys are doing a great job. Obviously, uh, everybody knows that up there at Battle Creek, and uh, we look forward to a good ball game tonight. Thanks for the time. Yeah, I appreciate the coverage. That's Battle Creek head football coach Andrew Carlson. We'll come back and talk with Sutton Steve Raymer right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Power ninety nine. We get up early to dice, simmer, fry, and mix. Nachos made from scratch with jalapenos, cilantro, and our homemade ranch dressing. Chicken ranch nachos in three flavors made fresh for our friends at Amigos. All right, let's go. Amigos Boneless Wings presents their starting snack backs. Number 16, garlic parmesan. Number 22, buffalo. Number 5, mango habanero. And number 81, sweet barbecue. And it's wings for the win at Amigos King's Club. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. 
Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99, getting ready for the opening round of the Class C2 state football playoffs. And the Sutton Mustangs set in a pretty good spot right now. They have played some outstanding football throughout the year. They'll take on Battle Creek. And we're talking with head coach Steve Raymer. And coach, uh, boy, what a season your kids have put together. I know uh, expectations are high here over the next few weeks. Yeah, I mean, we're, this is what you play all year for, and you're getting ready for the playoffs. And uh, we've got a good, uh, great first-round opponent coming in, so a uh, good test for us. And, and uh, you know, But we've uh, played a pretty tough schedule this year to try to get us ready for this moment. Well, you've played this tough schedule, and uh, everybody always wants to talk offense. It's defense. Yeah, you guys score points, but you've pitched six shutouts this year. And outside of the turnovers that led to some easy centennial points in your only loss, uh, there's hardly been a chink in the armor. You know, and that's been the key to our team right now. It's just taking care of the ball on offense, let our defense do its work, and play the field position game. And uh, I think that you're going to see uh, two opponents both take that philosophy into play, and, and uh, that should lead to a really good game. Steve, what is it that made the defense so good this year? I mean, you have to tackle, you have to have your assignments right, but what they've been doing is pretty uh, extraordinary. Well, I think, you know, up front, uh, it really starts there. We had some guys really dedicate themselves to the weight room in the last year or two, and so that's made a big difference uh, Got a few guys up front. You are going to have to uh, double in a single blocking situation. They're going to cause you some trouble, and and then we've got an experienced linebacking crew behind that. So add those together with some good team speed, and and some kids have been playing for a couple of years. Uh, you know, put together a pretty good defensive unit. Coach, how would you say uh, your football team has been playing here? I think the last time we probably uh, talked a whole lot was Donovan Trumbull. Of course, we had you last week with Hastings St. Cecilia in between. Uh, we saw you with Carney Catholic uh, come over here and uh, shut out the Stars uh, for the first time in, in over 15 years at home. Uh, what, what has the improvement been over this last uh, month of the season? You know, it really started with that Centennial game. Uh, you know, we played that game, a game that we uh, – Centennial played really well, and no t- taking no credit away from them, but you know we had five turnovers and kind of refocused what we need to do on offense to help our defense out. And our defense kind of we uh, changed a few things that we did on that. And, um, you know, I think we were playing a little too soft with our defense and not giving our kids enough credit. And uh, we've changed some things with that, and uh, that change has just been really good for us. We're talking with Sutton head football coach Steve Raymer getting ready to take on Battle Creek. As we look at Battle Creek, coach, this is a team that when they have struggled a little bit, they haven't been able to score, which uh, I'm sure has to make your defense smile a little bit. But uh, Battle Creek, like yourself, is playoff tested. Uh, they've seen some of that northeast Nebraska football. Uh, what does their team look like this year in your eyes? Oh, they're a really good team. I mean, first of all, their defense is, is astounding. They got a great defense, and uh, that's what they rely on. And uh, their offensive plan is to, uh, you know, play field position and uh, take advantage of the fact that their defense is probably going to shut a lot of people down for a long time. And you know, every game that they've been played in, uh, when they've taken care of the football and not turned it over, regardless of who they play, they've had a really good chance to win. And you know, that Northville Catholic game, they, uh, you know, it's a seven to nothing game, and a couple turnovers cost them. The Centennial game, it's a a 7-7 seven to seven game and a couple turnovers cost them. So they're kind of in the same boat as most teams. They know if they take care of the ball, they play good defense. Uh, they're going to give themselves a great chance to win. Steve Raymer, head football coach of Sutton, joining us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Coach, when you have the experience and things are clicking, uh, you can get deeper into your playbook. You can maybe work on things in practice that you haven't been able to work on uh, over the last few years. What have you been doing the last couple of weeks to either add to the playbook or, or whether it's a uh, – a two-point conversion, an overtime thing, an onside kick. Uh, what are some of the other things that you've actually had time to spend time on? You know, the big thing that we're trying to really uh, work on is to make sure that not only our number ones but our number twos in every position are ready to go and that we know 
we don't want to have an injury in the middle of a game or the first part of a game or any time during a game and not have the next guy ready to go. So we've really been fine-tuning that process and making sure the next guy in because we happen to have a little depth so that next guy has gotten just as many reps and knows exactly what he's doing so that our playbook, both offensively and defensively, is wide open to us. and We're not limited by, us, uh, by an injury or anything like that. So that's been great and we've had a lot of the season to work on that and um, you know this this last few weeks has been even more important for that when we get into the playoffs special teams will become a little bit more important you haven't had to punt the ball all that much this year how much do you work on some things that you haven't had to do much of you know we, we've spent a little more time the last couple of weeks on our special teams than we probably ever have just because of our um, we didn't need to do um, too many changes uh, on our game plan for the opponents we were playing so we were able to really find some things in that, find a punter, um, you know, do a little, a few extra things on kickoff and kick return, and and in the last weeks that's give us some really good field position and a, and a kick return. So uh, we think we've uh, put quite a bit of time into that more than we usually have to, uh, you know, sure up that end of the field to make sure that we're playing well in that department as well. You've also put yourself in a position to play at home. Uh, you've been down this road before. Talk about the importance of of getting to play at home versus that of traveling. Oh, you know, it's nice to be at your own place, you know. It's good for your fans, good for your community, and the best thing is that, you know, you stay in your routine. You don't have a long travel, but, um, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a good advantage for us to have to be home. I know coaches uh, never want to look past it, but just your feeling on the C2 bracket as a whole, obviously uh, Aquinas and Donovan and Norfolk Catholic are all on your side. Centennial ends up being on the other side, but a lot of folks would say this side of the bracket that you're on is probably a little bit tougher. You know, I think it is, too. I think that you get a lot of good teams on the side of the bracket, but, um, you know, and mainly just because we face most of the teams on the other side of the bracket. And uh, But, you know, if you're going to be good enough to make it all the way to the championship game, good competition all the way, it's just going to help you in that game. We talk about Sutton or any team that has a lot of playoff experience. Well, the coaches and the fans might have that. Sometimes the players don't necessarily uh, have that. Uh, they may have been in the starting rotation one or two years, but uh, you're going to have some kids that are playing uh, in the playoffs uh, for the first time. What's what's your message to these guys? Because everybody gets a little nervous at this time of year. You know, uh, we're fortunate that most of our guys, because we've made the playoffs the last nine years, that have been in playoff experience. But you always know some of your first-year starters are going to have a few butterflies and stuff. And, you know, it's just kind of weather in that first quarter, uh, keeping things calm. And then, you know, once you get out there and start hitting each other, the uh, you know, that all goes away, and you get focused in on the game. So, just weather in the, the the first few minutes of the game to uh, you know hold your water and be calm. All right, coach. Uh, let's make it a long run here in the C two playoffs. Uh, get the victory tonight, and uh, hopefully we can talk again next week. Best of luck. Hey, yeah. Uh, thanks for having us. That's Steve Raymer, head football coach of the Sutton Mustangs, and we'll be back with the starting lineups as they take on the Battle Creek Braves here on Power ninety nine. Right after this. Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPak with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPak increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development, roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPak is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized NutriPak and Enzone from Ag Explorer, 308-468-6206. Do you have a passion for athletics? 
Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Do you need transmission repair on your four-wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two-wheel drive or front-wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and transfer cases, foreign or domestic. Put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Gary Michaels Clothiers is celebrating, celebrating 35 years of business in Hastings and five years in downtown Kearney. Celebrating you, our terrific customers who have made us so successful. Take 35% off all in-stock suits and sport coats, 25% off all men's and ladies' clothing, an additional 20% off all clearance clothing and shoes, door prizes for a new suit, Brighton purse, and so much more. Come celebrate at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Welcome back into Sutton, and we're going to go ahead and take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Sutton did win the toss, they deferred, so Battle Creek has decided they will take the ball, and let's look at those visitors' starting lineup first on offense. Left tackle, 245-pound junior, number 51, Luke Stuvey. Left guard, 205-pound senior, number 75, A.J. Hawthorne. At center, 195-pound senior, number 58, Parker Anderson. Right guard, 205-pound junior, number 66, Wyatt Schmidt. Right tackle, 210-pound senior, number 52, Austin Marks. Tight end, 175-pound junior, number 7, Slate Craft. Also at tight end, 170-pound junior, number 86, Vaughn Finkrell. Wide receivers are 135-pound senior, number 14, Caden McCracken. And also at the wideout, 145-pound junior, number 2, Owen Laid. Fullback, 200-pound senior, number 18, Parker Picorni. Running back, 175-pound junior, number 32, Dylan Mettler. And quarterback for the Braves, 170-pound senior, number 15, Ty Hymas. Battle Creek is 6-3 on the season and coached by Andrew Carlson. Now for the higher-seeded in hometown, Sutton Mustangs. On the defensive line, it's 180-pound senior, number 55, Nathan Drudick. Defensive line, 235 pound senior, number 64, Kinzer Rayford. Defensive lineman, number 260 pound senior, number 78, Tyler Orman. Defensive end, 190 pound senior, number 18, Seth George. The linebackers, 170 pound senior, number 5, James Grease. 180 pound senior, number 15, Brandon Friesen. 195 pound senior, number 20, Jordan Davis. 215-pound senior, number 66, Jacob Rogers. He will also split some time at fullback at times in this ballgame. And the defensive backs, 
175 pound senior number two, Dustin Stone. 180 pound senior number seven, Brett Simonson. 150-pound sophomore, number eight, Cade Wiseman, and 165 pounds junior, number 16, Maury Bautista. The Mustangs, 8-1 and one on the season, and coached by Steve Raymer. We've got more to come up. Also, Trent will have some breakdown for us as we continue along here from Sutton. Playoff football, Class C2, Sutton, and Battle Creek on Power 99 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Continuing along with the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, they've got the starters going on the field right now, and we're going to talk a little bit about those. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. Trent, both of these teams very, very physical throughout the course of the season, very, very defensive as well, as we heard from both Coach Carlson and Coach Raymer um, in the interviews as Doug talked with them, sat down. Um, let's start with the visitors from Battle Creek looking for an upset. Um, they do have a ton of playoff experience, but what, do we, what can we expect tonight from the Braves? Yeah, Battle Creek, they're a team that knows playoff football. They've been in the state semifinals five years in a row, but they haven't been able to get to the pinnacle. As a 1990s Buffalo Bills fan, I do know the feeling. Uh, Battle Creek comes in, six wins, three losses on the season. They lost to number one Centennial, number two Norfolk Catholic, and Shelby Rising City, and were very competitive in all three games. They're led by Dylan Mettler, who has gained 700 yards on the ground and seven touchdowns. Ty Hymas. He's thrown for 800 yards, added 370 yards on the ground, also six touchdowns. They've got about four guys who are going to share the ball. You'll also see Caden Renner and Reese Bodie. They'll get plenty of touches as well. They're going to try to ground and pound all night long. And Sutton, they come into the ballgame just dominating competition, whether it be top ten teams or the rest of the field. Their only hiccup on the season is number one centennial. Sutton will look to their big three of quarterback Jackson Perrin, Brett Simonson, and James Grease. While those three will get their name called, Sutton boasts one of, if not the best offensive line in the state. They average 350 yards on the ground. They're led by Simonson with over 1,200 yards and also aided by quarterback Jackson Perrin, who's closing in on 1,000 yards himself. Jackson Perrin, he's also thrown for 760 yards. Just three touchdowns through the air, six interceptions, but it's a ground game that will hurt you as he's added 17 touchdowns via the ground game. Sutton will also look to get James Grease going in the passing game along with Dustin Stone and a couple other players. Also, they'll add in Cade Wiseman and a Wildcat package from time to time. 
We do have a number of other games going on across the Platte River Radio group of stations going on right now over on ESPN Tri-Cities 1460. It's Kearney at Bellevue West on 1550 at Central City at Adams Central here on Power 99. It's Battle Creek Sutton on 1230 KHS Radio. It's Hastings and McCook. And on the breeze, 94.5, it's Hastings St. Cecilia at St. Paul. That is another ball game here in Class C2. But here on Power 99, let's just take a quick look at how both these teams got here. As we said, Battle Creek, their three losses to teams in the playoffs. They started out the year with that loss to Shelby Rising City. Then they beat Twin River, fell to Centennial uh, 21 to nothing, ran off three wins over O'Neill, Stanton, and Ponca, fell to Norfolk Catholic 21 to 7, and then defeated Hardington Cedar Catholic and Crofton to end the year. Sutton dominated throughout the year, posting six shutouts. Started off with three straight wins, 50-7, over North Platte, St. Pat's, Wilbur Claytoni, and Freeman. Then they fell to Centennial, had six turnovers in that ballgame, 41-22. Score started to run up on them. But outside of those 41 points in that ballgame, they've given up 13 on the season because then they ran off Three more straight or three straight shutouts after that centennial loss to Donovan Trumbull, Carney Catholic, which we believe uh, I I think I'd heard earlier. It's been 15 years since Carney Catholic had been shut out at home like that. They defeated Sandy Creek, beat Superior, uh, 60 to six, and then Saint Cecilia last week, 54 to nothing. Sutton is has played a number of playoff teams, and they have only fell to one of them. That's top seed Centennial. About to get ready for this kickoff. What are you expecting to see? Battle Creek has the ball first. What do they need to do coming into Sutton to advance in these playoffs? Yeah, Battle Creek, the clear underdog here. Uh, the 15 seed, the second round, well, it used to be the second round, this round of 16. Anybody can beat anybody, though. So Battle Creek, you want to come out, get good field position on the kickoff return, and then you don't want to go three and out. You want to come out and you want to establish a run game, try to impose your will on that offensive line, make sure you take care of the ball, and uh, do whatever you can do to keep those sticks moving and just get a good start to the game, get inside their heads a little bit, and it'll be key if they can get a good drive going to set the tone for the game. It's going to be Cade Wiseman, one of the playmakers for the Mustangs, to put his foot into it back deep for the Braves. Looks like Reese Bodie and Caden Renner. And then for all of these teams, as we've seen throughout the, throughout the year, and especially as these playoffs have got going, they want to get the ball in, their, in those playmakers' hands because especially on special teams, some of those players might not be able to get the ball as much as they want on offense. Special teams, kickoffs, punt returns, they do get a chance to have the ball in space. Yeah, that's, that's just the thing. You don't always get the opportunity to get a, you know, a free run, a free start um, for a playmaker, so you got a lot of space and an opportunity for him to read his blocks and We'll see how the kickoff goes as we start this game. The whistle's blown. Wiseman's ready to put his foot into this one, and we've got playoff football here in Sutton. Short kick to the up-back. Caught at the 25-yard line for the Braves. He's going to run out past the 35, brought down just around the 40, making that decent return for the Braves. Dylan Mettler. So now we will see Battle Creek run their offense out onto the field, and they are going to run, run, run the ball. Yeah, and we've seen Sutton a number of times this year. And on their kickoffs, they like to kick it to that right short corner. And that's exactly where it went and where it landed was in the Battle Creek Braves leading rusher, Dylan Mettler. Did a nice job to get to the 40-yard line there. We got a shotgun formation coming out for the Braves. They're in tight, running that option. They're going to pull it out. Quarterback running to this near side, run out of bounds. And that quarterback is there in shotgun. That's Ty Hymas, and he's going to get a healthy amount of carries throughout this ballgame, and so is the rest of their team. They have got a number of players, as Doug talked, 
with Coach Carlson before the game. They're just going to pass it along, get a whole bunch of guys the ball in their hands. Yeah, just a read option there at the shotgun. And Cade Wiseman did a good job from his corner spot to come up and take on the ball carrier, and they get a gain of three yards. Hymas again in shotgun, single receiver to the near side, twins to the far side. One running back in there with him, taking all kinds of time to get this snap off, and then they are going to read option again, and he'll pull it in, but he slips in that backfield as he was trying to come forward. Trent, you were on the field before the game. What are these field conditions like? Yeah, I went out on the field. It's a little soft. Uh, they did get a little bit of rain uh, a couple days ago, um, around 80 hunters, so uh, this time of year it takes a long time to dry out, and you've got a lot of games on these fields and you get in the playoff football. Now it's a little chopped up. It's a little soft. You'll have to be sure when you're making your cuts. Same formation coming out. Twins to the far side. Single receiver to the near side for Hymas. In shotgun. Tight, tight end to the far side. He's going to roll to that far side as well. Pressure. He's continuing to roll. Looking at a guy right at the sticks. And they're going to make the grab on that far side. Looks still short. But good job delivering the ball to Owen Lade in those field conditions. Brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed. Science with service, delivering success. Punt formation coming because they are just short of midfield. Got our first punt of the ball game is what it looks like outside of a fake. Fourth down and one. They do get it back to the punter. Nice high kick. Going to be fair caught just inside the 15. So what are we expecting to see Trent now from Sutton as they come out onto the field? Yeah, they came out on on defense and on the opening drive and were able to force a three and out from Battle Creek. So they'll come out on offense, and they're going to want to get Brett Simonson going right away. He and Perrin have just lit up defenses this year. Um, you know, they've rushed for over 2,000 yards between those two, so... We're just going to be a, see a steady dose behind that big offensive line from Sutton. And I try to put together an opening scoring drive for the Mustangs. Perrin in shotgun as well. Lined up in the backfield. Twins to the near side. Single receiver to the far side. Speed option coming to this near side. Late pitch. That's going to go to Simonson, who's got a little bit of the edge. He's got a first down and more. He's now out past the 40 before getting shoved out at the 45. That's exactly how Sutton wanted to start their first offensive possession. Yeah, speed option to the near side here, and Battle Creek did not set the edge, so Simonson was able to just use his speed and run for about about 25 yards there, and that's a that's the best start Sutton could hope for there. Uh, you just come out, and uh, as an offensive lineman, you come back to the huddle, and you're telling yourself, hey, we feel good. We can do this. And uh, just a great start. Good run by Simonson. Twins to this near side. Also tight end on this near side. The ball is on the near hash. Simonson flanking Perrin in the shotgun. Wiseman, single receiver to that far side. Perrin takes the short snap. He's just going to run up the middle. He'll break through one tackle. A couple guys now hit him, and he makes a gain of five on first down to get them right short of midfield. Yeah, Perrin, he's a stocky kid. He's a, He's put together very athletic too and he made battle creek work for it there he was just able to bully his way up the middle for five yards on the quarterback keeper we have seen a number of times sudden although they are on this short side of the field they do like to run to the short side of the field so that's something we will keep an eye on as this game continues simonson lined up behind perrin who's in the shotgun Speed option to the near side. Perrin will just lower his head and get right to the line of scrimmage. No room for him to pitch at that time. Second down and five. Yeah, just like you said, they like to run to the right side. 
but you know they're on this close hash mark over here and there's just not a lot of space for them to operate and Battle Creek didn't have to they didn't have to cover as much ground there so uh, they were able to bottle up that play for a no gain from uh, Jackson Perrin there taking the huddle and coming out for their third down and five same formation with twins to the near side single receiver to the far side is James Grease one of their playmakers that they like to send on go routes Perrin in the shotgun Speed option to this near side. Now he's going to pull it down and throw it over the middle. Ball is tipped, but it looked like receiver running down the middle of the field. Seth George, the tight end, was tripped up before the ball could get there. No flag, fourth down at midfield. Yeah, and the defensive back there, uh, hard to see his number. He tipped the ball, and if he wouldn't have tipped the ball, it looked like Dylan Mettler for Battle Creek may have had the opportunity to intercept the football, but now we're bringing up a fourth and five, and and see if they punt or if they go for it here. Perrin also does a number of punting for them. Hard count looking to the sideline. Nobody is back for Battle Creek if Perrin decides to put this one into his foot. Waiting to see the call coming from the sideline and Coach Raymer. Grease will split out a little bit wider on that far side now. And a timeout from Coach Raymer on this one this time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney taking care of you since 1994 located where you need us specializing in you 854 to go in the first quarter no score Sutton and Battle Creek here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com Oh I can't believe it are you kidding me out here in the middle of nowhere mom and Bramps will kill me what's that girl call Kearney Towing and Repair cause they'll get us home from anywhere but I don't have their number 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Dan's Auto Glass Solution Norfolk is a proud supporter of today's broadcast. Whether you need a new windshield or a chip repair, Dan's Auto Glass will get you taken care of. Also known as Auto Glass Solutions, a locally owned business with over 25 years of experience specializing in all automotive glass installation and repairs. Need to get that farming equipment or semi-truck glass fixed? Dan's Auto Glass Solutions can help you with all of your auto glass needs, big and small. Find us at 824 East Omaha Avenue, Norfolk. Best of luck, teams. Fourth down and five from the 50. Going to run a speed option to the far side. Perrin's lit up in the backfield. Fumble on the ground. He's going to be, he'll fall on the ball, but that's going to be a turnover on downs on the Sutton side of the 50. Actually, they're going to be down at about the 43. Battle Creek taking over in great position. Yeah, Battle Creek just doing a nice job of flowing side to side on, you know, they lined up in their defensive formation. They had basically nobody in the middle. They had three down linemen and brought another linebacker, a monster linebacker, up to the line of scrimmage and then spread out their two linebackers. There was nobody up the middle. They were playing the perimeter the entire way and able to force a fumble in the turnover on downs. Hymas in shotgun again. Two tight ends, single receivers both sides. Handing the ball off up the middle this time, but nothing doing nowhere to go at all. We've seen a number of times how quickly Sutton can fly to the ball. Caden Renner with a two-yard loss on the first play that he gets his name called. Yeah, early on, it's... It's apparent to me that points are going to be very hard to come by, and they always are in playoff football, but both defenses playing very well, just flowing so hard downhill, and just really no time for anybody to do anything. Uh, You get in the playoff football, sometimes you have to start throwing the football to open up the run game. 
And we've seen both of these teams can throw the ball. It's just not preferred for either of them. Hymas under center for the first time. He'll hand it off to Renner on that far side, but he's hit in the backfield right away and drug backwards, flying in there, making the hit. Seth George, who's probably feeling a little disrespected that he didn't get a flag when he ran a seam route on the, their offensive possession. Third down and 14 upcoming. Yeah, just nowhere to go. They ran a, a straight ISO off the guard there between the guard and the tackle, and Seth George came off of his defensive end position and just shoved Caden Renner back, and that's going to be a loss of one. And Battle Creek comes out, and now it's third and long. Two tight ends in the ballgame, single receivers both sides. Hymas in the shotgun with Renner just behind him. Waiting to get the ball, and now he will take the snap, hand it off to Renner to the far side. A little bit more room. He'll go past the original first down before being brought down short of the 40-yard line. They're still going to have about seven, eight yards to go to get the first down. Yeah, it makes it a little more little more manageable here, but uh, from the 40-yard line, uh, you're out of field goal range, and you're in a fourth and long, fourth and eight here. Uh, my advice would be to punt it away, try to flip the field, especially since you saw how well your defense played on a first possession. And that's what they look like they're going to do. Back to punt it again is Luke Stuvey, who's standing on his own 45-yard line, 15 yards off the ball. A couple players deep for Sutton. Good punt that goes away. Ball going to be caught by Cade Wiseman, who does a fair catch at the 10-yard line. They've started both times inside their own red zone. Yeah, one thing I noticed there from Battle Creek, that snap was a one-hopper to the punter. So if Sutton's seeing that on the sidelines, there's maybe an opportunity to send pressure on one of these upcoming punts. Now, what I want to see from Sutton here on offense is I want to see them Maybe get some stuff going up the middle. Maybe they did try to take the shot downfield with Seth George. Uh, maybe a missed call there. Uh, but like we talked about, the field conditions, they're a little sloppy. So we'll just see how they do coming out here. I want to see them establish the line of scrimmage. Twins to the near side with George and Davis Perrin in shotgun. Simonson just to his right. And they will hand it off with Simonson, who runs right through the middle. He's not touched for the first five yards, and he'll be brought down after a gain of about six or seven over there. So Simonson getting his name called and making the most of it on first down. Yeah, the linebackers are so spread out, and there's only three down linemen for Battle Creek. So right now the open, the middle is wide open for Sutton if they want to keep right in that. And then, and then when Battle Creek tightens it up, then the outside will be open a little bit more as they go on. Twins both sides now. Perrin still in the shotgun. We won't see him go under center a whole lot, not unless they need a quarterback sneak. Takes the snap, handed off to Simonson again, who's running to the right now. He'll bounce it back to the left. Minimal gain, but a very short, well, looking at where that spot is, it's going to be about a third down and one. Yeah, very manageable here. Looks like third and one, maybe less than one. So if you're Sutton, you just do something simple here, uh, maybe pounding up the middle. You you average over 350 yards on the ground, and that's no accident. You have the ability. If you're a playoff team that wants to advance further, you convert these third and ones. And this is the first time we're going to see. Nope, we're not going to see him go under center. Still in shotgun. Twins both sides. But Perrin will just follow all of his blockers to the right side, run just past those sticks to get a first down and extend the series because we we know both teams want to just get about three yards a, a play, and that's really what Sutton has done so far on their second series. Yeah, so they just they let Simonson be the lead blocker there, ran a little quarterback lead play up the middle there, and uh, Perrin did a nice job of finding the hole, and all you needed was a yard there. He got two, they moved the chains. 
Twins both sides. Perrin still in shotgun with Simonson just behind him. Short shotgun, and he'll take the snap speed option to this near side. Late pitch to Simonson, who dances around one guy, who but he slides in and gets his legs, making a tackle in the backfield. Slade Kraft, second down and 12. Yeah, Kraft is just doing a fantastic job of setting the edge. And just when you set the edge like that, it strings out the play. And on a, on a speed option there, that goes to the outside. It strings it out, and all you can do as a ball carrier is run east and west. There's nowhere for him to go. Very good play there from Slatecraft. So now you get off script a little bit because you're not picking up those three, four yards, second down and long. Simonson just to the right of Perrin. Twins still both sides on the near hash. Perrin rolling to this near side, wants to throw it up, and he will to the sideline. Decent gain there. Jordan Davis on the sideline, more manageable third down now. Looks like about a third down and five. Yeah, that's going to help get you out of that second long, third and long range. Now you're looking at about a third and five, and you've got some options there. Uh, both times they've wanted to pass with Perrin. They've rolled him out to this near side here to his right so he doesn't have to throw across his body. They're not letting him sit back in the pocket, so we'll see what they do here on third and five, whether they go to the air, whether they trust their ground game. Twins both sides. Pressure definitely coming. Flag comes in, though. We're going to see what the line judge saw on that one. I didn't see a whole lot of movement, but obviously he's got a better angle than, than us on that. Yeah, all it takes is a twitch. We'll see what they call here, though. And they're going to say it's encroachment on the Braves, and where that's at looks very close to if they're going to have to go ahead and measure. And they're going to say, no, that's definitely a first down. If they would have had to measure, that would have been they would have had to bring out the chain gang, which is brought to you. They would have had to bring out the chain gang, just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road, no matter where they get you home. First down and 10, now at the 33-yard line, still extending the chains over there. Speed option to the near side, late pitch to Simonson, who dances from the sideline back in. He's going to pick up five, six yards, and now they're going to give him a gain of about to seven. He's out at the 40-yard line. That's definitely getting them back on script. Yeah, very good play. You're on schedule here. Now it's second short. Good six-yard game there, and I noticed Sutton splits that time. They spread them out, and when you spread out your splits, you got to be very confident in your linemen and also your your backfield because you're taking on a lot more one-on-one -on -one plays there. Twins to this near side standing. They are a very tight twin formation, almost right on the sideline, hanging off to Simonson up the middle who runs through one arm tackle. Now he's past another. He's past the 50, brought down just shy of the 40 on the other side. Once he gets past one guy, he turns his legs very, very quickly, and there's blocks way downfield. We saw Seth George setting blocks 15, 20 yards downfield. Yeah, so those first... That first run was out to the outside. His next four runs up the middle. You know, when you're only getting three or four yards, you can't get you can't get down on yourself because when you're a good team, you you chip away, you chip away, you get bigger chunks. That time went for 19 yards in the blink of an eye, and that's a good sign for Sutton early in the game. Twins both sides still for Perrin. Speed option to this near side. He slips a little bit, but late pitch to Simonson, who's going to dive forward. He's tripped up in the backfield, but does manage to turn it into a gain after being tackled by Caden Renner. And you know, both both teams are playing on the same field, but we're seeing it kind of hampered ball carriers for both sides, especially there. It looked like maybe Simonson wanted to, to make a jump cut there, but he just wasn't able to get his footing. Still got three yards, um, so not a bad play overall. Looking at the field already, looks even just through pregame, and now there's three minutes to go in the first quarter. Already beat up speed option coming to this near side again. Pitch to Simonson, who's met immediately. That's going to be a loss 
of a couple. We've seen a bunch of Braves. That's Renner flying in again. He has got that speed option down on what he needs to do. Yeah, they're doing a good job there. They've got guys. They've got a guy assigned to the quarterback, and they've got a guy assigned to the running back. And and when you get this time of year, there's a lot of film out there. And Battle Creek's well coached. They've been in the state semifinals five years in a row. Um, it's apparent to see they're well coached. They're just flying downhill. They're selling out on the run. Uh, there's an opportunity for a pass somewhere in here. Third down and 11 from the 41. Perrin in shotgun. He is looking to pass, looking to this near side. All kinds of time in the backfield. He sheds off one potential sack. Now he's going to dance around. He's running back past his own 50, running to the far side. 45-40, has to get to the 30. He's going to get that and run right out of bounds at the 29-yard line. There was all kinds of pressure in the backfield. Zach Zoner almost had him, but Perrin managed to shuck that one and run to the far side, pick up 11, and get a first down. It looks like they spotted him short, actually. Um, Perrin must have thought he stepped out. It looked like to me... He had his eye right on that first down marker. I am fairly confident he stepped past the first down marker, but looks like they're going to bring out the chains. They're still talking about it on where they are over there, and, yes, they are bringing out the chains. Just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road, no matter where, they'll get you home. They're going to bring that all the way out here to the middle of the field to make that spot. But just from where it was, he had all kinds of room over there. There's, there's no reason that he would have run out before getting that first down, and that definitely looks look short, fourth down. That is on the far side of the field, but as, as the officials are trailing the play running up there, I, I don't see how Perrin didn't run past that 30-yard line. As it stands, though, fourth down and about a foot. We're going to see Jacob Rogers lined up right behind Perrin. That's a quarterback sneak, and he's going to push everyone forward. But before that can happen, there's going to be an official's timeout on that far side trying to see what is going on over there. Yeah, I didn't see a flag. That's a tough break for Sutton because they run the quarterback sneak and they convert it. And uh, Sutton's showing some. They look like they're maybe don't like what's coming if there's a bad call or I'm not sure why they got blown dead. You know, the official timeout came in. Uh, we're probably going to see a quarterback sneak here. They like to line Jacob Rogers up behind the quarterback pairing, and they'll just push him forward. Rogers, big boy, he'll just. He'll almost pick him up and carry him past the first down line. We've seen Perrin run for quarterback sneaks of 12 yards due to Rodgers pushing the entire pile, fourth down and a foot. Maybe the, the chains weren't set over there, but they definitely are now quickly to the line. Wiseman in at quarterback under center, hard count, and we saw a couple Braves come in, and they will throw that flag now. They don't even have to get a snap off. A little bit of confusion for Battle Creek because Wiseman ran up under center instead of Perrin, and we knew that they were probably still going to get it anyway. They're going to call a delay of game instead. Delay of game and back up sudden. We saw a number of different players for Battle Creek come all the way across that 30-yard line, and that's definitely into the neutral zone. As it stands, though, fourth down and a long five. That one's confusing to me because the flag came in so late, and it came right after Battle Creek crossed the neutral zone. I thought for sure that's encroachment by Battle Creek, but um, nevertheless, that's the call on the field, so we got a fourth and five. Single receiver to this near side. Twins to the far side. Perrin in shotgun, standing at the 40. Need to get almost to the 30. Speed option to this near side. Simonson takes the ball. He's running around the 40. Going to be brought down shy of the 35. That's another turnover on downs. But that is definitely a series that has Sutton frustrated early in this ballgame. Yeah, they're used to just doing whatever they wanted. But now Battle Creek is just playing tremendous defensive football. They've gotten a break or two early in the game. 
and now when you come out on offense, you've got to use it. Um, at some point in the game, um, you've got to use those turnover on downs uh, to your advantage. You've got to come out, maybe get some points on the board, maybe flip the field a little bit. Sutton, very frustrated with how they've been running the ball. Um, they've ran, yeah, they've ran for just, uh, well, my computer's, okay, so I can't see that, so Battle Creek takes over. Battle Creek first and 10 from their own 35. Going to pull the ball out is Hymas, and he'll run to the right side. Looks like that ball may have come out late. Nope, yep, he still had it, so going to make a gain of four on first down, under a minute to go in the first quarter. Wow, this this clock is just flying by because both teams are running the ball, and, and yeah, we're already under a minute, no points. Man, I don't know what's going to take to win the game, maybe 20 points here, so uh, Battle Creek come out. They're on schedule here, second, second six. Hymas in shotgun. Single receivers both sides, two tight ends. Running the speed option to the far side. He'll pitch it late over to that far side with Mettler, who's not going to pick up a whole lot himself. Third down and about four upcoming with that speed option. Did not have a whole lot of room to go on that other side with how quick Sutton is. Yeah, Sutton, we've seen them a couple times this year. They're so fast side to side, and it's really hard to run the ball on them. they got to... They got big defensive linemen, and they got big, strong, fast linebackers. Well, that's going to be the final play of the first quarter. It's all knotted up at zero. We knew this was going to be a defensive battle, and that's what we've got so far through one. It's Battle Creek and Sutton tied at zero. Second quarter coming up next on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Getting ready for the second da- or second quarter here in Sutton. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. A number of other games going on Platte River Radio's group of stations in Class A on ESPN Tri-Cities 1460. It's a 2-0 lead. It's a pitcher's duel. Bellevue West leading Kearney on ESPN 1460. On ESPN 1550, Adam Central leads Central City in the first quarter 7-0. And on the Breeze 94-5, it's St. Paul 13, St. Cecilia nothing. And on 1230 KHAS, it's McCook leading Hastings in the first quarter, 7 to nothing. Hymas in shotgun, a couple running backs just behind him, both to his right and his left. Going to run the option and going to that far side. They're going to hand the ball off to Renner, who picks up six, maybe seven on the play. He's going to be another fourth down. They've punted a number of times, and that's what it looks like they're going to do, run the punting unit, because they are on their own side of the ball. Their defense playing well, even though Sutton has quite a few yards through the first quarter. Yeah, Sutton, Sutton up to 90 yards rushing already, and, and Battle Creek just 23. So if stats are an indicator of how the game's going, Sutton's, you know, Sutton's got the early lead, but as it stands, no points on the board yet. Stuvey in to punt the ball. 
whole bunch of guys in tight to make sure that this punt isn't going to get blocked. Much better snap that time. Good high punt. Wiseman calling for the fair catch, and he'll dive on the ball. Muffs it late, but he was already down at the 15, as we see Sutton ready to come out. They've had drives start at the 15, the 10, and the 15 here again. Yeah, and, and I was a little confused. I was looking at my stats, and I thought maybe something was wrong because I looked down, and they've already got 100 yards of total offense and 90 yards rushing. Um, they've got 14 uh, they're averaging four and a half yards a carry, so it's not like they're not moving the ball down the field. They just got to keep the chains going, and it looks like it looked like maybe they had the first down on the last possession, but they didn't. So they got to come out and just they got real wide splits now. See if they can keep together a drive. Trips to the near side, single receiver to the far side is Wiseman. Perrin in shotgun will hand the ball off to Simonson, who slips right away, but regains his footing, and he's going to run for a pickup of six, maybe seven. Good job keeping his balance to go forward because there is not a lot of defensive push right now coming from the Braves. No, there's not, and I may have understated how soft that field is out there because we've seen probably five or six times now where a player slipped. We can see streaks of mud where the plays plays have gone on a number of times already. Yeah, and Simonson's just getting warmed up, though. He's... He's starting to run the ball with a little more ferocity and a little more intensity. Trips again to the near side. Those very wide splits, especially between the center and left guard. Handing it off to Simonson, running right through the middle, runs through an arm tackle. He'll have a first down out near the 30-yard line. As you said, he is just getting going. Yeah, he's up to 83 yards already on 10 touches. I mean, just that's the kind of player he is. As the game goes on, he's going to get stronger and stronger, and he's going to break tackles And that time. It looked like maybe he had a little more room. Was it, he, the Battle Creek was able to bring him down by the shoestring. New set of downs from the 30. Trips to the near side. Single receiver to the far side is Grease. Perrin, shotgun. And they'll continue to feed Simonson, who's not touched for the first five yards. Now he's going to run through another tackler past the 50, past the 40. Can they run him down? I don't think so. 20, 10, plenty of footing that time for Simonson to get the first points on the board. Ten minutes to go in the second quarter. Oh, 70 yards, and that's got to feel good if you're Sutton because you had you had the rushing yards in the first quarter. You weren't getting any points, and then they just gave it up to gave it up the middle there to Simonson. And Simonson was basically untouched, broke one arm tackle, and 70 yards in the blink of an eye. He's already up to over 100 yards, approaching 150 yards already on the ground on just 11 carries. 11 carries, 147 yards, and a big touchdown early for the Mustangs. Extra point upcoming, and we know just how critical these are. Whether you get one or you get two, these become very, very necessary late in the game, especially if the game is tight, going for two. Looks like they've got single receiver to the near side, trips to the far side. Simonson standing just to the right of Perrin in shotgun. Wide splits again. Perrin going to follow Simonson, and he'll run right through the middle. He ran just to the left between the center and the left guard, and nobody touched him. With 10.07 to go in the second quarter, it's sudden eight. Battle Creek nothing on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. George's Aerial Spraying in Sutton offers many spraying services. Bill George, owner and pilot, offers crop care by air. Call Bill today for more information on spraying services at 402-773-5581. That's 773-5581. 
For the last 110 years, Aurora Cooperative has believed that by joining together, farmers can accomplish things they cannot accomplish alone. We know it hasn't been an easy year, but together we have worked hard to make the most of each situation for your farm or ranch. We know that our success shows up in your bushels per acre and rates of gain, but it really becomes reality because of our understanding for your farm. It is measured in your trust in us at Aurora Cooperative. We thank you for your trust and wish everyone a safe and bountiful harvest season. Tougher together, Aurora and you. The five points bank touchdown puts Sutton up eight to nothing, 10.07 to go in the second quarter. That's exactly what they knew they were going to do. Healthy dose of Simonson. Wiseman ready to kick this one off. Coming to the up back. No, he's going to let it sail over his head. So Battle Creek catching it on their own 20, running around to the left side. Flags down. He's about past the 40. We're going to see how far this comes back, but Renner returned it out to the 43. Yeah, good return there, but. You know, where they threw the flag, it's got to be on the return team. So they're going to back him up from there. And it is a hold, so that's going to go ahead and back up Battle Creek based on where that flag is. Probably going to be inside their own 30 instead of out past the 40. And now that the emotions of a playoff game are starting to wear off, I mean, the opening jitters, now we're seeing Sutton kind of get in the groove here. They're starting to play a little better football there. They're out gaining Battle Creek 160 yards to 30. So Battle Creek's got to put together a drive here. Battle Creek coming out now, trailing for the first time in this ballgame because it was tied all the way through. Both teams exchanging either turnovers on downs. Battle Creek has punted every possession they've had so far. First and 10 from their own 28. Snap to Hymas. He'll throw for the first time over the middle. That's going to be complete for a first down. Slate Craft making a great big boy catch coming across the 30. Yeah, just a slant pattern to him, and he's a big, tall kid, able to high point the ball and bring it down. Um, I wasn't sure if that ball was going to get – if it was going to be farther, far enough down for him to reach up and get it, but he did, and they moved the sticks. That's a good sign for Battle Creek. New set of downs immediately, 9.45 to go in the first half and counting. This clock has moved really quickly with both teams running the ball. Kraft was on the right tight end. Now he's going to realign over on the left side. Hymas in shotgun. He'll pull, not hand the ball off. He's hit right at the line of scrimmage. Going to pick up a couple more, though, and he'll be stopped just right at the 45-yard line. Yeah, just ran that same option play. Pulled it, ran through an arm tackle, able to get three yards. Good start by Battle Creek on this possession. Put together two very positive plays where they're, you know, the pass looked easy where it was wide open and then that run, able to run through some arm tackles from Sutton. On their own 45, need to get to the 49 of Sutton to pick up another first down. Twins to the far side, single receiver to this near side is McCracken. Snap to Hymas, he's going to roll over to that far side looking for receivers downfield. He finds a guy on the sideline. Looks like he caught the ball over there on that far side was Reese Bodie. That's going to be another first down right away. A lot more through the air. Battle Creek running quickly to the line as well. They want to get Sutton on their heels. Yeah, they just ran quarterback out to the far side, and he threw across his body to the sideline, and Bodie made a nice catch. Players running in and off the field. Looks like Sutton had too many. We didn't see Sutton get fast enough on this other side. They did get the play off. That's going to be shy of the first down, but running to this near side, just not quick enough Quick enough to get off the field was one of Sutton players. A couple different officials saw that one. Yeah, and since Battle Creek didn't sub, they don't have to allow Sutton to sub, so they're going to call the penalty on him. And that is exactly what it's going to be. Too many men on the field for Sutton. That's going to add a little bit on where they're going to have this ball if if it's declined, it looks like it's going to be a second down and three. 
we've seen Battle Creek start to throw the ball quite a bit more. That penalty is declined. So second down and three upcoming for the Braves from the 37-yard line of Sutton. Yeah, we'll see. Battle Creek putting together a nice drive here. and We'll see if they can keep it going. Excuse me, from the 38-yard line, single receivers both sides for Hymas in the shotgun. He's going to hand the ball off. Nope, he'll pull it back out, run it himself. He's definitely going to get the first down, and he squeaks through everybody. He's now out past the 20 before getting brought down. I'm not sure how he got through any of those tacklers. He put his head down and just went whoop, right through the middle. Yeah, it's almost like he ducked under an electric fence to avoid the tackle there and is able to keep his balance and just kept going and able to pick up about... Oh, about 20 yards on the play, and they're going with some pace. Definitely going with pace inside the red zone. Quarterback Hymas, this time he will hand the ball off going up the middle, but Renner met after just a couple yards, and they are definitely trying to get Sutton on their heel so they can put points on the board themselves. Yep, going very fast, kind of like we saw from Giltner last night. Once they get a possession going, they're going to go fast. And a very low snap. Hymas not able to get it, but it looks like Renner maybe jumped on the ball. They're going to lose a couple yards. Not a turnover. Not the worst thing in the world for Battle Creek right here. But when you're trying to go pace, you can't get off script like that. Third down and 10. Yeah, you've got to keep your fundamentals down. And now they're going to huddle up and talk about it a little bit. Maybe slow some stuff down. Get a good play in here because this is a very important down on second and eight. This is the first time we've seen Battle Creek get into that red zone. They've punted on all of their possessions right now where they're at. They're definitely not going to be punting the ball. Single receiver to the near side. Two tight or two receivers stacked to the far side. Tight end to that far side as well. Hymas taking a while. Motion now coming left to right. Takes a snap, dropping back, looking to the left. Now he's going to put this one up into the end zone. Underthrown, though, intercepted in the end zone. That's going to be the first turnover of the ball game. On that far side, Cade Wiseman getting his chance to impact this ball game. First down upcoming for Sutton. Yeah, the sophomore, Cade Wiseman, just uh, he had perfect coverage on the route there and is able to just jump up, make the catch, and land in the end zone for the touchback. Great play by Wiseman, great ball skills. Uh, we see him play some quarterback once in a while, and he, and he performs on the defensive side as well. Great play by him. And that, as we said, was the first time we saw Battle Creek get into the red zone, but they did get off script, had to throw that one, and it was just a little bit underthrown as it stands, though. Twins coming to the far side. Perrin flanked by Simonson in shotgun. Grease all the way close to this sideline over here, handing it off to Simonson, going to that far hash. He's going to dance around a couple guys tripped up as he'll get past the 25-yard line. Second down and two. Yeah, Sutton feels really good right now about what their offensive line is doing because um, now we've seen the left guard split even farther away from the center, and what that means is he's handling his guy one-on-one. Very quickly back to the line. They'll hand it off to Wiseman, who's got a first down, lowers his shoulder, and he'll be shy of the 35, moving the chains. Simonson, the, these Braves are getting a healthy dose of what Brett Simonson can do on the ground. Yeah, he's just, he's just such a good running back. His balance, his speed, and his strength are really what makes him good. Um, he's already got 160 yards on the ground already, and we're still you know, about halfway through the second quarter. Huddling up, taking plenty of time. These Mustangs, they don't get in any hurry. There's not a whole lot of hurry up that they've had to do throughout the course of this season. Grease, single receiver to the far side, trips to the near side. Simonson standing behind Perrin, speed option to this left side, pitches it to Simonson, who's going to run around one block, but he will lose one yard on the play. A whole bunch of Braves getting into that backfield, making the tackle. Caden Renner. And what I saw there on the options is they sent Seth George on a route to try to run his corner off. 
and the corner didn't go with him. They had a safety over the top, but that's something to look for um, going forward. There could be an option pass coming because uh, they're not respecting the pass game from Sutton. Ball on this near hash, second down and 11. Grease right on the sideline, trips to the far side of the field, the wide side of the field. Handed off to Simonson, going to that right side. He'll dance around to this left before being tripped up. Third down and about six yards, um, just shy of the 40-yard line, are the Mustangs. Yeah, just a steady steady dose of Simonson. Um, gets a good gain there. Having a lot of success going north and south, Sutton is because... They've spread Battle Creek so far out with their splits, and they've also got athletes on the perimeter. That, you know, they're putting three, four guys wide, so they've got to respect those guys out there opening up the field for the run game. Trips have split very wide to the far side. Perrin takes a low snap. He'll fake it to Simonson, run it himself, jump over a pile, and get just past the 40-yard line. Going to be a fourth down and looks like about three, so decision time for the Mustangs. Yeah. Hard to tell what they're going to do. They feel good about the drive they're putting together, but, you know, maybe going to see a punt here. Uh, hard, you know, there's no wrong answer until the play happens and you see what the result is. Um, so the momentum they have, I would expect maybe to go for it. Where they are running up to the line of scrimmage, very tight formation. Wiseman in at quarterback. Rogers lined up in the fullback just behind him. Hard count coming. Now we're going to get a timeout. Timeout from Sutton. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. 433 to go in the second quarter. Sutton 8, Battle Creek nothing on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. At the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton, their knowledgeable staff will help you spend your remodeling dollars wisely. The Paint and Paper Palace carries Mohawk flooring and the full line of Benjamin Moore paints. Check their wide selection of window treatments, wall coverings, and flooring options. Located at 234 North Saunders in Sutton. That's the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton. Good luck to Hunter and the entire Mustang team. Out of the timeout, looks like Coach Raymer is going to elect to punt. Running out on the field, Quentin Jones in to punt the ball. Standing deep for the Braves is Reese Bodie. So we're going to see what comes up here. First punt of the game for Sutton, standing on his own 25-yard line now, walking forward. Nice high left-footed punt. Bodie going to go ahead and fair catch this one at the 30-yard line exactly. Yeah, nice punt by him, and Bodie did a nice job of making the fair catch. Almost read it exactly where he was going to punt it. Didn't have to move very far, so Battle Creek takes over. They were able to get in the red zone on that last possession. We'll see if they can march down the field again. They did it via a few passes there, so if they're going to move the ball, they might have to throw the ball a little bit. Um, You know, they've got 38 yards passing so far in this game, and they're up to 60 yards on the ground. Twins to the far side for Hymas in shotgun. Standing just behind him is Mettler, single receiver to the near side. Tight end on that far side. Another pass coming for Hymas, who takes a step. All kinds of time in the backfield. Ball thrown over the middle. Flag coming in very, very late. Ball went right through the hands of Chase Oltmans, but a flag coming in, and that's going to be a defensive pass interference definitely on that secondary for the Mustangs. Yeah, little early contact there by Wiseman. We saw him make the interception on the last possession, and, and he was close. It's not like 
it was uh, very blatant, but ref comes in, throws the call, and he's explaining to him what he did. Said he was early, said he was going for the ball. He's trying to make his case as Wiseman, but nevertheless, they're going to get the automatic first down. So very quickly, does Battle Creek get a new set of downs and out to their own 45-yard line quickly to midfield? They'll huddle up, and as soon as they get going, they have they did go with pace, and that made a big difference on their last series getting into the red zone. Twins to the far side for Hymas, single receiver to the near side. Tight end starts on the right, moves to that far side is Kraft. Pressure coming. They are going to hand the ball off to Mettler in the backfield, and he'll be brought down right away. No room to go. Second down and 12 yeah. for the Braves. Grease just flew through there and made a play. Uh, came from his linebacker position, was unblocked. And just blew it up, and now it's second and 11 for the Battle Creek Braves. And they're off schedule now, second and long. See what they do if they come out and try to run or if they try to go back to the air. Twins to this near side for Hymas. Outside guy on this near side is Laid. Handing the ball off right up the middle to Mettler, who's met in the backfield. He will get past the original line of scrimmage, though. Third down and nine, and that's going to be obviously more manageable than 12, but still shy of midfield. They have to get just past the 45 of Sutton. So Battle Creek pulled their guard and their tackle there, but it, they're not they're not quick enough coming across the line of scrimmage, and the linebackers in the corner for Sutton are shooting in be, before they can even block anybody, so they blew the play up for just about two-yard gain. Long third down for the Braves. Single receiver to the near side. Trips to the far side. That's a new formation we're seeing out of the Braves. Hymas relaying a lot of information to his line. Mettler standing immediately behind him in the shotgun. High snap. Hymas brings it down. Looking to that far side. He'll throw it towards the f- sideline. Ball is picked off, though, and brought down immediately. That's the second interception we've seen on that far side. Looked like Wyatt Bergen getting his name in the books with an interception. Uh, actually, that was Jordan Davis jumped the route, and he was an ankle away from taking that to the house for six. Great play by Jordan Davis there on the interception. Did a good job of, of just covering his guy, and, and we see Battle Creek. They don't throw the ball a lot. Uh, they've thrown some interceptions this year, and that's the second one of the game for, for, uh, for Sutton. Good job defensively. We're already down to three minutes left in the half. Perrin with Simonson to his left in shotgun. Twins to the near side. And they will hand it off with Simonson again, who's trying to cut in the backfield, but he's brought down nowhere to go at all. Owen laid flying in and getting the tackle for loss. Boy, Battle Creek is selling out there, selling out hard on the run. Um, there's a counter or a jet sweep coming from Sutton or maybe a pass over the top because now Battle Creek is just so focused in on Simonson. And they should be. He's got 16 carries for 165 yards, had that 70-yard touchdown run. So um, now I let's look to see if Sutton goes somewhere else. Twins again to this near side. Twins to the far side, actually, as well, handing it off to Simonson, running up the middle, met at the original line of scrimmage. He'll pick up that one yard that he lost, but a third down and 10 from the 50 for the Mustangs. Yeah, and now Sutton's got those wide splits, so now Battle Creek is coming in, and they're shooting those gaps because there's a lot of room to run in between and they've made the adjustment. They're they're funneling in towards the middle on defense, and now we're going to see on third and ten whether they go to the air or they keep riding the horse, Simonson. What we haven't seen a lot so far is just running an easy pitch or a sweep play out wide. We know that the field is a little slippery, so that might be playing into the play calling. Single receiver to the near side, twins to that far side. It looks like we're going to go ahead and get another timeout. From Sutton, this time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 149 to go in the first half. It's Sutton 8. Battle Creek nothing on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Clay County Physical Therapy provides you with the care you deserve and the results you desire. Whether it's a sports injury treatment or some other rehab service that you need, call Clay County Physical Therapy at 402-773-0270. Clay County Physical Therapy sends out congratulations to the Sutton Sports teams. Call Clay County Tree Service for all of your tree trimming and tree removal needs. Clay County Tree Service is insured and offers free estimates, affordable pricing, reliable service, and on-site job cleanup. Call Brandon today at 402-984-7346 for Clay County Tree Service. That's 984-7346. Out of the ENT, Physicians of Kearney, timeout, third down and 10 right at midfield. Perrin in shotgun, running the speed option of this near side, pitches it to Perrin a little bit behind, but he does a good job keeping his feet and grabbing the ball, but he's going to be brought down shy of the 50, loss of about half a yard. Battle Creek flying to these speed options right now. Yeah, it's just not there. Um, There's times where maybe an ISO or a fullback dive isn't working, and you don't abandon that because those plays are physical and they're north and south, but on the speed option... Uh, it's just not there for him tonight. Battle Creek themselves will take an ENT Physicians of Kearney timeout. We're going to keep it right here, minute 41 to go in the half. Trent, we were talking in that last uh, timeout, some things you're seeing that Sutton does have available. Obviously, they didn't do it there running that speed option, but what does it look like Sutton has available based on the way Battle Creek has changed their defense? Well, in the two games we've done before where Parent has gotten involved in the running game is on just that quarterback lead play, and it, and I see the tackle is lined up where he can just, you know, wheel block his guy with no problem, and the receiver should be able to kick him out. Um, hard telling what they're going to do. It looks like they're going to punt it away here, but we haven't seen him go to that. We've seen him do it in other games and be successful at it. The southpaw, Quentin Jones, in to punt this ball away. Last time it was no problem for Reese Bodie, but when it is a left-footed, whether it's a quarterback or a punter, anytime it's coming from someone who doesn't throw right-handed, and obviously it's a southpaw, things are just a little bit different. Jones get this, gets this punt away. It's an end-over-end, going to bounce just in front of Bodie. He can't do anything with it, and is going to be downed at the 21-yard line. Yeah, the field's soft. There's no wind. Um, he, he didn't get the, the right kick there to get the roll, but um, regardless, gets down to the 20-yard line, about a, about a 29-yard punt. Battle Creek will take over. Uh, just a minute 33 on the clock. If you're Battle Creek, you do not want to force a turnover here on yourself because an 8 nothing game, if you would have told yourself going into the game you're only down 8 nothing with the opportunity to go into halftime, you'd feel pretty good about yourself. And Sutton does have the ball coming out in the third quarter, so we will probably see pace coming for Battle Creek as long as they're not getting into a quick three and out. Trips to the far side for Hymas in shotgun twin or single receiver to this near side, dropping back to pass. Screenplay to that far side. They just drop it off, and ball's going to be run past the sticks, making the run on that far side. He is Renner, who picks up a first down and a little bit more, just shy of the 40 now. And that's going to stop the clock at least to reset the chains. Yeah, nobody was home for Sutton. And uh, the running back, Mettler, there just had wide open space. He got about 15 yards. Nice play call by Battle Creek. Hymas going to pass again, being chased out of the pocket to the far side. He's going to be sacked in the backfield. 
throwing down Hymas was Kinzer Rayford for a big-time sack, backing them up in a loss of seven on the play. That is an enormous play in this ballgame because maybe Battle Creek came out, had a little bit of momentum, but Rayford just shot through there and brought the quarterback down. Great play by him. Now we got second 17 with under a minute to go. Uh, totally changes the mindset for Battle Creek. Battle Creek does huddle up that time, burning a lot of clock, though. Twins to the far side. Single receiver to the near side is laid. Hymas in shotgun. Very low snap. He'll pick it up off the ground looking to this near side. Now he's going to be chased out of the pocket to the far side. He's got a little bit of green grass running past the 40-45, trying to get out of bounds right at the right before the 50. A lot better spot that time as the quarterback runs out of bounds and gets the first down to stop the clock. Not just on the first down, but also running out of bounds. Yeah, good job by him. Yeah, the spot was on the money. Easily got the first down. Good awareness by him to just know you got the first down and get out of bounds, stop that clock. Now, first and ten. With 30 seconds left and you got um, some timeouts in your pocket, uh, changes things now because you're you're around midfield, uh, gives yourself an opportunity to maybe get close enough to uh, give yourself a chance to score. Twins coming out to this near side, including Slate Craft, who is a very big receiver. He's standing in the middle of those three. Single receiver to the far side, Hymas looking to that sideline, getting the final play call from Coach Carlson. And instead, we're going to get an ENT Physicians of Kearney timeout, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. 30 seconds to go in the half. It's Sutton 8, Battle Creek nothing on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. 30 seconds to go in the second quarter. Make sure you stick around for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. We're going to look around at a whole bunch of other scores from around the area because it is playoff time, so it's very important to know, especially the folks around you, how they're doing home field advantage and all that. Trent's also going to give us a whole bunch of stats, so make sure you stick around for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show because this first half has flown by. We're only 50 minutes of actual time since the kickoff. 30 seconds to go. First down and 10 from the 49-yard line are the Braves. Trips to this near side, single receiver far side. Looks like it's Mettler standing just behind Hymas in the shotgun. Hymas is going to take the snap. Now he's looking downfield, chase out of the pocket right up the middle. He's only going to get a gain of about one because Seth George was right there to bring him down. Uh, they're going to give him a gain of about three, but George knew exactly where the scrambling Hymas was going. Yeah, Battle Creek's not using their timeout, so uh, maybe content with just letting the clock run out. And take the eight. And Sutton's going to take an eight nothing lead in the halftime, looks like. Four seconds, three seconds, nothing doing now. That's going to bring us up to halftime in Sutton, where the higher seeded Mustangs, eight and one on the year, lead six and three. Battle Creek Braves, eight nothing at half. Ravenna Sanitation halftime show coming up right here. So keep it here for all those stats and scores from around the area on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. At Sutton Lumber, we're proud to call Sutton home. If you're proud of your home and have projects coming up, from construction to fix it yourself, visit your hometown store. Sutton Lumber, a proud supporter of our Sutton area student-athletes. 
Call Clay County Tree Service for all of your tree trimming and tree removal needs. Clay County Tree Service is insured and offers free estimates, affordable pricing, reliable service, and on-site job cleanup. Call Brandon today at 402-984-7346 for Clay County Tree Service. That's 984-7346. George's 66 Easy Stop 3G and Subway wants to send a big congratulations to the Mustangs on a fantastic football season. Stop in today for Ultra Clean Phillips 66 gasoline, snacks, cold drinks, groceries, and don't forget to wash the vehicle at the car wash. Eat fresh from Subway featuring delicious Goodrich ice cream, pizza, salads, and breakfast. George's 66 Easy Stop really is your one-stop shop. Good luck in tonight's game from George's 66 Easy Stop in Sutton. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Welcome into the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show where Sutton leads Battle Creek 8-0. This first half absolutely flew by, only took 50 minutes. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Trent, uh, there's been a whole lot of running. We knew that Sutton definitely had the advantage in yards early on. Let's start with Battle Creek, though. What do we have for statistics through the first half? Yeah, they ran 18 plays in the first half. Ty Heim is 5 for 7, 53 yards, did throw an interception. Dylan Mettler just 3 rushes, 7 yards. Caden Renner, 5 rushes, 13 yards. And Ty Heim has 10 rushes, 61 yards, most of those coming on quarterback scrambles. And we go down, Owen Lady, Owen Lady 2 catches for 14 yards. Slatecraft, 1 catch, 14 yards. Dylan Mettler, 1 catch for 16 yards. Uh, Battle Creek Braves just ran 18 plays for 134 yards of total offense in that first half. And we go over to Sutton. Uh, they're up 8 to nothing. Jackson Perrin, just 2 for 7 for just, yeah, 2 for 7, no, 1 for 2 for 7 yards. Jackson Perrin, 7 catches, 23 yards, 7 carries, 23 yards. Brett Simonson, 18 carries, 168 yards. Wow. And he has the lone touchdown of the ball game. Jordan Davis, 1 catch, for seven yards. Looking at those stats right there, we, we knew that we were going to get a healthy dose of Simonson, but they do mix it around sometimes with some ends arounds with uh, with Grease. Wiseman will come in himself as well. They haven't really looked for him on any of those go routes. And Perrin, although he does have those uh, those seven attempts, he hasn't been running a whole lot of those uh, student body right, student body lefts. And does that surprise you so far through this first half? Yeah, and we notice he's not playing as much defense either, so um, they're trying to save him. And, and uh, you know, he he uh, we haven't seen him involved as much. And we've seen him run those quarterback draws in the, first, in the other two games that we've watched, so uh, maybe something they can use going forward. And on the other side for Battle Creek, we knew that they had a three, almost four-headed monster uh, with their own rushing game. But that hasn't really taken over as much. They had their best success when they had pace and they were throwing the ball. I know for myself, that's not something I expected, but they've got about a almost a 50-50 split yards-wise passing and rushing. Yeah, I mean, they were 5 for 7 there, 
and the two incompletions, they were interceptions. So uh, they're having some success with some pace uh, and throwing the ball, but it's also led to some turnovers. So, you know, I know Coach Carlson wants to be able to run the ball, but Sutton has one of the best defenses in the entire state, in the entire Class C2. They don't give up points, so um, you're going to have to get creative. You're going to have to do some different things. Uh, to be able to move the ball, and not just move the ball, convert to points. Well, we've got plenty of scores to look at from around the area, but that's all coming up as we continue along with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Score or Halftime Show, where Sutton leads Battle Creek 8 nothing here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. George's Aerial Spraying in Sutton offers many spraying services. Bill George, owner and pilot, offers crop care by air. Call Bill today for more information on spraying services at 402-773-5581. That's 773-5581. Clay County Physical Therapy provides you with the care you deserve and the results you desire. Whether it's a sports injury treatment or some other rehab service that you need, call Clay County Physical Therapy at 402-773-0270. Clay County Physical Therapy sends out congratulations to the Sutton Sports Teams. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper. North of Railroad on first. On the bricks. Downtown Carney for a free estimate. Continuing along with the Ravenna Sanitation halftime show, plenty of scores going on around the state because it is the first round of playoffs. Eight man went yesterday, 11 man and six man going today. So let's take a look at all of those scores. First in Class A, it's top seeded Burke leading Papillion La Vista in the second quarter, 14 to nothing. Also in the second quarter, it's tied at seven Lincoln Southeast and Lincoln Southwest. In the first quarter, Millard West and Creighton Prep tied up at zero. In the second quarter, number four, Omaha Westside leads Lincoln East 13 to nothing. On ESPN Tri-Cities 1460, it's Bellevue West clinging to that two to nothing lead over Kearney, who made the trip east in the second quarter. Lincoln High trails Elkhorn South 20 to 14. Also in the second quarter, it's Omaha North leading Grand Island 24 to 7. And there's been a final already. Millard South will advance as the two seed over Lincoln Pius with a 34 to 14 victory. In Class B at the half, it's top-seeded Omaha Scut. All kinds of tradition there with Scut. They lead Bennington 34 to nothing at the half. In the second quarter, Grand Island Northwest, who played one heck of a schedule throughout the course of the regular season, they lead Blair. It's that's a 8-9 matchup. Grand Island Northwest, the nine seed. They lead 21 to 18 in the second quarter. Also in the second quarter, Waverly leads Lexington 42 to nothing in the second quarter on 12:30 KHAS Radio. It's McCook leading Hastings. 28 to nothing in the fourth quarter. 
York leads Alliance 28-7 in the second quarter. Seward leads Norris 27-0. And Scotts Bluff is leading Ralston 28-7 in classes C1. Number one, Aurora leads Arlington 42-0 at the half. In the fourth quarter, it's Gothenburg leading West Point Beamer 24-7. On ESPN Tri-Cities 15-50, Adam Central leads Central City 7-6. At the half, it's Wahoo leading Milford 21-0. In the second quarter, number three, Ord leads Sydney 45-7. It's Ashland Greenwood leading Lincoln Lutheran 12-6 in the second quarter. Also at the half, it's Bishop Newman over Auburn 28-7. And there's a final number two, Pierce defeated Shadron 45-12. Jumping down to C2 where we are, it's top-seeded Centennial in the second quarter, leading North Platte-St. Pat's 7-0, another close grind-out game going on so far in at Centennial. At halftime, it's Bancroft-Rosalie-Lions-Decatur leading Freeman 34-14 at the half. It's Oakland-Craig leading Shelby-Well, not leading Shelby-Rising City. They're knotted up at 14. Oakland-Craig and Shelby-Rising City all knotted up at 14 in the second quarter. Wilbur Claytonia leads North Bend Central 21-13. Also in the second quarter, Norfolk Catholic leading Fremont Bergen 28-12. It's halftime here on or it's halftime here on Power 99 where Sutton leads Battle Creek 8-0. It's also halftime over on the Breeze 94-5 where St. Paul has a 28-7 lead on St. Cecilia. And in the second quarter, it is David City Aquinas leading Donovan Trumbull. That ball game in Donovan 10-7. And then in six-man, We've got a whole bunch of finals already, but first for the games going on right now in the fourth quarter, it's top-seeded Hay Springs leading Red Cloud 65-12 at the half. McCool Junction leads Sterling 40-8, and in the third quarter, it's Wilcox-Hildreth leading Creek Valley. This game, keep in mind, is in the third quarter, 94-36. A few finals earlier today. You heard it on ESPN Tri-Cities 14-60. Hyannis defeated Sumner Eddyville Miller 70-3. Spalding Academy downed Eustis Farnham 70-60. It was Minotaur over Walt Hill, 81-20. Harvard defeated Arthur County, 56-8. And Deschler downed Cody Kilgore, 56-48. We've still got more coming up on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. Also going to preview the second half a little bit here. From Sutton, where the Mustangs lead the Braves of Battle Creek, 8-0 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's, and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. For full details, visit Buzz's at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat. Whether you go to Carney High, we just got to be ready for whatever they show us and, and attack it the best we can. Or a Huskies fan. Aurora has scored four in a row to go up 23-22 in the third set. Prefer the Vikings. Rolls it across the diggers made. Outside attack, termination at Northwest win. Are from Arcadia Loop City. 22-4 on the season. Now this is their first trip to state or anywhere in between. You can find everything you need to follow your team at PlatteRiverPreps.com. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. 
to put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision. Call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Still working through the Ravenna Sanitation halftime show, but volleyball brackets were released yesterday, so let's take a look at a number of the area brackets, starting in Class A. Grand Island is the four seed at Millard West, so that game on Halloween, they will play... um, Winner of that ballgame will meet in the final immediately after of Omaha Burke and Lincoln Southwest. Kearney is the two seed at Gretna. They take on Lincoln North Star, and then the winner immediately following that game takes on Gretna or Omaha Westside in Class B at Hastings. The Tigers are the top seed at 23-4 on the season. These games will be played on Tuesday. Hastings plays York, and then the winners following later that evening will face um, off between the winner of Aurora and Northwest. In the C-19 at Grand Island, Grand Island Central Catholic is the top seed. They'll play the winner of Adam Central and Gibbon. Those games will take place on Monday. Also on Monday, Kearney Catholic and Minden. And the championship game for that subdistrict will be played on Tuesday. Game being played in Greeley at Central Valley High School. St. Paul is the top seed. They'll play the winner of Ord and Ravenna. On the other side of that bracket, Centura and Broken Bow, the final for that on Tuesday. At Adams Central High School, it's going to be Sutton and Sandy Creek, the 4-5 game. Winner will get Superior. The other side of that bracket, Fillmore Central and Thayer Central. Those games on Monday. Winners playing on Tuesday. At St. Paul High School, Burwell, the top seed, 17-7 and on the year. They'll play Palmer. Other side of that, Arcadia Loop City and Twin River. All of those games will be played on Monday. At Minden High School, Blue Hill, the top seed, 26-2 and on the year, having themselves a heck of a season for that volleyball club. They'll play the winner of Wood River and Franklin. And then on the other side, Hastings, St. Cecilia, and Donovan Trumbull. Winners meet for that sub-district final on Tuesday. At Kozad, it's South Loop. Will face. They are the top seed. They'll face the winner in the play-in game from Southern Valley and Maxwell. Other side of the bracket, Amherst and Elm Creek. Those games again on Monday. Winners playing Tuesday. Giltner, the top seed in the D14 playing at Hampton. They face Shelton. And then on the other side is Harvard and Lawrence Nelson. All of those games Monday, including the final at 8 o'clock. Pleasanton, the top seed in the D19, which will play at Ord. They'll face the winner in the play-in game from Sumner, Eddieville, Miller, and Twin Loop. Other side of the bracket, Ansley Litchfield and Central Valley. Winners meeting for the sub-district final on Tuesday. In the D110 at Holdridge, Overton, the top seed, 18-10 and 10 on the season. We were just there last night to see their football team move on to the second round of the playoffs. They'll take on the winner of the 4-5 game between Elwood and Arapahoe. The 2-3 ball game, or 2-3 Game is Axtell and Alma. All of those on Monday. Winners playing on Tuesday at 7. In the D2-6 at Sandy Creek, Kennesaw, the top seed, will play the winner of Heartland Lutheran and Silver Lake. Red Cloud faces Hampton in the other semifinal across there. And then finally at Kearney Catholic, it is top-seeded Bertrand playing Eustace Farnham and Wilcox Hildreth and Loomis. Those games all being played on Monday. Still more to come here from the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. Sutton leads Battle Creek 8 to nothing on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. 
Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. At Sutton Lumber, we're proud to call Sutton home. If you're proud of your home and have projects coming up, from construction to fix it yourself, visit your hometown store. Sutton Lumber, a proud supporter of our Sutton area student-athletes. George's Aerial Spraying in Sutton offers many spraying services. Bill George, owner and pilot, offers crop care by air. Call Bill today for more information on spraying services at 402-773-5581. That's 773-5581. Dan's Auto Glass Solution Norfolk is a proud supporter of today's broadcast. Whether you need a new windshield or a chip repair, Dan's Auto Glass will get you taken care of. Also known as Auto Glass Solutions, a locally owned business with over 25 years of experience specializing in all automotive glass installation and repairs. Need to get that farming equipment or semi-truck glass fixed? Dan's Auto Glass Solutions can help you with all of your auto glass needs, big and small. Find us at 824 East Omaha Avenue, Norfolk. Best of luck, teams. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Wrapping things up on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. Uh, Sutton has really kind of dominated on both sides of the ball, but only leads by eight. They will have the ball coming out second half. Trent, what do you expect to see from the Mustangs? Yeah, must, the Mustangs just got to come out and establish the line of scrimmage with it. How they've been doing the entire game, you know they they outgained Battle Creek 198 to just 130 on the ground. So I want them, to, I want to see if they come out and uh, get Simonson going a little bit. But also we haven't seen James Grease on any of those fly sweeps across the, you know, across the field, and we haven't seen very many of those keepers from Jackson Perrin. So we'll see if we can get. A couple different things going for Sutton here, and uh, also keep Simonson involved in the game. He's already at 18 carries, though, so, I mean, I don't know how many times he can carry the ball if he can get up to that 35-40 mark, but if they need to, I'm sure he'll be just fine. And Battle Creek trailing 8 to nothing, Did have two interceptions, one of them being on their only possession in the red zone, have punted a number of times. What do they need to do coming out defensively? Uh, obviously, they want the ball back, but what do you see from the Braves? Well, they've been doing a great job on the perimeter, just shutting everything down. So as long as they can uh, keep Simonson in check, they'll be fine. Wiseman returns that kickoff to start the third quarter out past the 30-yard line. As we said, we haven't really seen Perrin getting a whole lot of student body rights or less following a lot of blockers. We also haven't seen them actually get the chance to run that quarterback sneak or get Jacob Rogers in the backfield a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. Rogers has just been a weapon when they line up in a tight Maryland eye as one of the fullbacks. He's just 
he'll just obliterate people coming across the line of scrimmage. And just as we say that, they line up in that Maryland eye with Jacob Rogers at the fullback. Wiseman under center. They'll hand it off to Simonson following everyone to the right side. Tripped up. He'll make a gain of two to start the second half. It was only two yards, but I tell you what, it was a physical two yards, and Battle Creek's got to be able to take that all game long. I mean, Sutton just took it to them right there. I know they only got two yards, but I think it hurt a little bit when they made the tackle. And Perrin continues to stand on this sideline, so that looks like what we're going to see a healthy dose of in the first uh, first series here. Wiseman under center, handing it off to Simonson again, following everyone to that left side, and he'll pick up three that time, third down and five. They are definitely coming out the second half ready to get physical and just pound it right down the middle. Yeah, they want to establish a line of scrimmage, and they're running north and south, and they do have Wiseman in there. Uh, Wiseman's the shiftier quarterback of the two out of Perrin and Wiseman, so uh, opportunity there for uh, we've seen some naked bootlegs work work here late in the season, stuff like that. Uh, see what they do here on third down. No Maryland eye this time, just a regular eye formation, splitting one receiver out wide to this side. Wiseman under center. Handing it off onto the ISO to the left side, but Simonson is bottled up back near the original line of scrimmage. Third down and nine, and the way they were going those first two plays, they changed up the formation, going to have to punt now. Yeah, you know, third and five, uh, they were on schedule, but that eye formation just didn't work as well. Battle Creek adjusted, and they were able to just shoot through the middle there and blow it up for a loss. Uh, just nowhere to go for the running back there. Blocking didn't hold up, so now they have to punt it away. Jones jumps to catch the snap that comes back to him. Very high kick. This one very good. Bodie calls spare catch and then dives on the ball at the 33-yard line. What do you expect to see out of the Braves coming out for their first offensive possession? Well, that's a, you know, on defense there, that's exactly what they needed to do if they want to stay in this game because if you go down 14 to Sutton, you're going to have a tough time climbing back into the ball game. So now Battle Creek going to come out, and they've had success running with pace, but you got to take care of the football. Um, don't force your throws. Uh, take what's easy. Single receiver both sides for Hymas, who is standing in the shotgun, running back just to his right. And they're going to not hand it off. Hymas is wrapped up in the backfield. That's going to be a giant loss. Tyler Orman untouched to the backfield. Yeah, Tyler Orman thinks he has the football too, but... Yeah, they're gonna give up. They're, they're gonna give it to Battle Creek. He just came through and just sandwiched him. I mean, he's fired up. He's celebrating. They're fist bumping. They're high fiving. That's a big momentum play for Orman there. Great job by him to just shoot through. He didn't follow the running back there. Just ate up the quarterback. First down and 15. It's not a lot of times that a down lineman runs untouched all the way to the quarterback. Second down and 15. Hymas takes a snap that time. He won't hand it off again. He's rolling out to the left side, looking downfield. A bunch of pressure in the backfield. He's going to run right up the middle this time. Not quite back to the original line of scrimmage. Just running for his life right now. All kinds of pressure coming from the Mustangs. Yeah, we haven't seen him really do a traditional drop back. When they want to pass with him, they're rolling him out. And they're rolling him out to the left side of their offense. So when he goes to throw, he's got to throw across his body. He's got to turn his entire body to get that ball off. Most teams, uh, you know, you want to run to your natural side. So uh, we'll see what they do here. Third and 10. They're going to split a guy way wide out here, see if he can. Wade is almost on the sideline over here. They will hand it off this time up the middle, but nothing doing for Mettler on that one. The Braves are going to have to punt as well. Yeah, no, nowhere to go. They tried to spread the field out by putting a receiver, you know, almost 30 yards away from the rest of the formation, uh, but it didn't work. Sutton, 
Sutton just too athletic in their linebacker positions, and they've got great defensive linemen. Uh, just shut down the running game there. Uh, quick three now for Battle Creek. Stuvey into punt, and we've seen him punt a couple. Standing deep for the Mustangs is going to be Quentin Jones and Cade Wiseman. Decent punt there from Stuvey. Actually almost blocked. It's going to take a bounce at the 25 and caught at the 20 by Wiseman, who's going to dance around a couple guys, and he'll bring it out to the 27-yard line to get the Mustangs started on their second possession of the second half. Yeah, we've seen a couple couple defensive stands early in this second half. We'll see if Sutton, and now Perrin's going to go back into the ball game. Wiseman steps off. Um, so now that Perrin maybe saw that first possession from the sideline, uh, he can come in and make some adjustments, see if they get him going in the running game. We're already down to 8.07 to go here in this third quarter. Very, very quickly, both teams, as they run the ball, that clock ticks off quite a bit. Twins to the near side for Perrin, who's got Simonson just to his left, single receiver to the far side. Wide splits again between the center and left guard. Motion coming left to right with Grease. They're not going to hand it off to him, but Perrin will run right up the middle himself. He's passed the first down and brought down just past the 40. Great decision that time by Perrin. He saw that opening just to the left of the center and made, uh, took advantage of it to get past the 40. Yeah, just what we talked about. Perrin, uh, they faked the fly sweep to the far side, and the motion took um, a lot of the linebackers out of the equation. So Perrin is just able to shoot up for... An easy first down. They made it look really easy there. Uh, you know, traditionally they've been going just uh, tight isos to Simonson and now spread the ball out a little bit more. Twins to the near side. Perrin in shotgun. Motion coming left to right with Grease again. This time they will still not hand it off to Grease. Perrin going to run up the middle. He's dancing around at the 45. He's past the 50, past the 40. Are they going to run him down? Shoestring tackle almost in there. No, he's past the 20, past the 10. Perrin's going to run it in. From almost 60 yards out. A couple of times he faked it to Grease, and that one he takes home from 59 yards. Yeah, just, I mean, we talked about it. Uh, it's almost like I had a crystal ball there because the, the first two plays he came out on his first possession of the ball game, quarterback keepers up the middle, and nobody was home. He took it 59 yards. It looked like maybe a Battle Creek player had an opportunity to make a tackle, but he's just too fast, too athletic. Great score there for Sutton. Great answer. And now, as good as your defense is, you put them in a, you put yourself in a great position here. Um, you know, early in the second half. And we've seen both of those plays. Uh, that, that one for 59. Brett Simonson scored from 70. Extra point coming now, and they will hand it off to Greece, running around to that far side. He's going to run in. All, someone almost got to him right at the end. Flag at the end of the play, though. This possibly could be a holding that to where they have to redo this extra point. Yeah, I saw a linebacker and a. And the split in, maybe uh, we're tangled up there. Usually a holding call, exactly what it is. So they will redo that play. And that was one. So they essentially ran the same play three different times. Perrin just making his read on whether or not he keeps the ball. That time on the extra point, probably a designed call to definitely give it to Greece running to that far side. We'll see what they do here as they have to do this extra point significantly further than that three. They're going to be out uh, extra point from the 11. Yeah, and you can run that play three different ways, but you just block it. Uh, you, you're blocking the end there instead of letting him go, and you can just block it a little different and make it look the same. So we'll see what they do here. Grease is now the single receiver to that far side. Trips bunched to the near side. Simonson standing just to the right of Perrin in shotgun. Snap coming 
Perrin rolling to his right side, looking back to the left. He's got a lot of pressure in the backfield, runs through one arm tackle. He's just scrambling for his life, running to this left side. Nowhere to go. He's just going to try to run, but he'll be brought down, not even close. So the five points being touchdown makes it Sutton 14, Battle Creek nothing here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Clay County Physical Therapy provides you with the care you deserve and the results you desire. Whether it's a sports injury treatment or some other rehab service that you need, call Clay County Physical Therapy at 402-773-0270. Clay County Physical Therapy sends out congratulations to the Sutton Sports teams. Call Clay County Tree Service for all of your tree trimming and tree removal needs. Clay County Tree Service is insured and offers free estimates, affordable pricing, reliable service, and on-site job cleanup. Call Brandon today at 402-984-7346 for Clay County Tree Service. That's 984-7346. At the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton, their knowledgeable staff will help you spend your remodeling dollars wisely. The Paint and Paper Palace carries Mohawk flooring and the full line of Benjamin Moore paints. Check their wide selection of window treatments, wall coverings, and flooring options. Located at 234 North Saunders in Sutton. That's the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton. Good luck to Hunter and the entire Mustang team. Monster Mash playing after that five points bank touchdown here in Sutton. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. Sutton kicks it off with a 14-0 lead ball. Fumbled right at the 25, but they'll pick it up and run it out past the 32-yard line. Not a lot doing for the Braves on any of these kickoff returns. Picorni did a good job after the initial muff to run it out past the 32. Yeah, Sutton's got a lot of depth. They run off a lot of guys on their on their kickoff coverage. A lot of times in Class C2 and down, you've got to you've got to play your a lot of your starters on kickoff coverage there. And uh, Sutton just blessed with a number of athletes on you know on their football team. We've seen these four down linemen for the Mustangs wreaking havoc in the backfield for Hymas. Single receivers, both sides for him. He's got a couple running backs. Now both of those running backs are going to go out in motion to be receivers, make it twins, both sides. Hymas by himself in the backfield. He's just going to run right up the middle, runs past one defender, puts a stiff arm, and he's going to be lit up at the 35-yard line. Designed run that time for Hymas, but not a lot going. Yeah, and he was... He was fortunate there to avoid Rafer because he just was a free runner up the middle, and he was able to sidestep him. Still got the three yards on the play, but Sutton now, they're just playing to the little more fire. They're just flying around on offense and defense, just making plays all over the field, really flowing hard. Only with the four down linemen, but getting into that backfield quite a bit. Hymas takes the snap, dropping back to pass. Looks like a screenplay to that far side, but there's nothing doing for him. He's just going to throw this one away. He threw that one just at the feet of his running back over there, but Trent, you say this all the time. If you're a if you're a defensive lineman, you get into the backfield unblocked, look around. Yeah, and that time, it's probably the first time we've seen a, um, a defense actually cover a screen. Nice job, and that takes communication because... As, as you play a lot of football, you just recognize when, you know, that was too easy getting through there. So the end there, he recognizes, hey, this guy just hit me and left me. Uh, I'm not going to get to running back. Look around. Oh, there's a, there's a screenplay and, and uh, able to force the incompletion. Says George was just sitting underneath on the running back on the far side waiting to get a pick six. As it stands, third down and seven. Twins to the near side. Snap rolls to Hymas. He rolls to this right side after picking it up. Throws it downfield just through the hands, though. Nothing doing that time as it goes right through the hands of Kraft. Fourth down, and they're going to have to punt again on the Braves. Yeah, great stand by Sutton there to force the three and out. 
And, you know, Battle Creek just got has nothing going on on offense so far. Uh, just five yards of offense in this second half, and we're uh, approaching the midway point in the third quarter. So, yeah, Sutton made some adjustments, playing really good on defense right now. Stuvey back out to punt. He's standing at his own 21-yard line. Jones and Wiseman back deep for the Mustangs. Jones runs underneath this one, catches it on his knees at the 28-yard line. So far throughout this ballgame, we're already halfway through the third quarter. We haven't seen any players get dinged up too much, and that's exactly what we want to see talking with both coaches, both teams. Pretty healthy coming into this first round of the playoffs, and this injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Yeah, and you see now Sutton, they're not just relying on one guy. They've, they've got more than one go-to guy, and that's really key when you get in these playoff games. You don't want to be one-dimensional so that, you know, they can go to Perrin, they can go to Simonson, and uh, now they got Grease involved in that two-point conversion, and, and they'll just keep running their offense that they've been running. Very wide splits again. Grease coming in motion left to right. Not going to hand it off to him. Perrin running up the middle himself. He's brought down, shoved over the um, the pile that's there. Stuvey did a good job just staying with Perrin because they've watched that play a couple of times. Yeah, but Sutton ran that so that um, it, it's a setup now because they've got Battle Creek flowing towards uh, Perrin there on the keeper. And now I believe they're going to run a design play to that you know, that fly sweep to, to Grease on the edge. We'll see what they do here. Twins both sides. Grease in the slot on the near side where he's been running in motion the last number of plays for Sutton. He won't that time. Instead, they'll hand it off to Simonson running to the right side. He's brought down in the backfield, though. Braves definitely keyed in on him that time. Specifically, it looked like Barrett Griffith may have been one of them getting into the backfield. Yeah, just a counter play there. And when you run a counter, you have to... The defense is going to flow one way, and you've got to get your your rear end turned so that you're uh, pushing them towards where they wanted to go initially. And that time, the Battle Creek defensive line was just able to fight through and, and bring them down for a loss. Third down and 11 upcoming for the Mustangs, who are going to split trips over to the far side. They are on that far hatch on the near side, standing pretty close to the sideline, is James Grease. Perrin with Simonson just to his right. Perrin will just follow all of his blockers to that right side. Not a lot to do. He's hit right at the line of scrimmage. He might pick up one, but that's going to be a fourth down and another punting situation for the Mustangs. Yeah, Battle Creek doing a nice job. They flow really good side to side. Uh, the two plays, they give up two big plays, a 70-yarder and a 59-yarder to both Simonson and, and Perrin. And what they did there was uh, they're just doing a nice job side to side of uh, just bottling up Sutton. And it looks like Perrin is limping off coming over to this sideline, as we just said a minute ago, talking about uh, family physical therapy and the injury report. We haven't seen anyone really banged up. And now Perrin looks like he is in pain limping over to the sideline. It's great to see that he's doing it on his own power, but he is not moving very quickly. Yeah, and you wonder if he was dinged up before. And Obviously, you don't want to talk about injuries too much if you're a coach, so uh, hopefully he's okay. High snap goes back, handled well. Punt gets away, bounces at the 27-yard line, takes a decent roll for Sutton, and that's going to go down inside the the 45. The, the Braves, because they punted on their last possession, flipped the field. Now they're going to take over around midfield for this possession. Yeah, great field position, but if you're Sutton, you're not worried about it because your, your defense is playing so darn good. Uh, you know, all year, they don't 
They just don't give up points. And now we're in the playoffs. You know, that's not going to change because they've been playing top ten teams, and uh, the result hasn't changed much. Just a great defensive team. Twins both sides for Hymas. Standing in the shotgun. Motion coming left to right for him as well. Makes it trips onto this near side. He looks to the right. Now he looks back to the left, running out of the pocket here to this near side. Just going to throw this one up downfield. Inter- almost intercepted. Almost intercepted. Simonson saw a whole lot of green grass, took his eye off the ball that bounced off his chest. He undercut that route really, really well. Second down and 10 on the incomplete pass. Oh, boy. Simonson was running to home plate before going to first base there. He didn't. He just kept. Just took his eye off the ball. and That would have been a pick six, no problem. I mean, just jumped the route. And uh, Hymas for, for Battle Creek, he was uh, just looking around in the pocket, had nowhere to go to, and, and forced the issue. Uh, in that situation, you either got to tuck in or, and run or get it to a point where you throw the ball away. Twins to the near side for Hymas, takes a snap. He looks to this near side now, looking back to that far side. He's got a receiver past the DB, but it's just a little bit too tall going across there. Pass intended for Chase Oltmans. Hymas got lit up at the end of that one right as he let go with it, probably why it ended up being a little bit too tall. Yeah, Grease, Grease came through and just lit the quarterback up um, as he was throwing the football, kind of like... Uh, we saw Adrian Martinez versus Minnesota get hit and uh, connect on a play of the Stanley Morgan. Kind of the same issue there, or the same type of play, but uh, it was just about a step too far um, on the throw there. wasn't able to connect. Third down and 10. We've seen Battle Creek throw a lot more in this ball game than maybe we thought they were going to. Twins to that far side. Single receiver to the near side is Chase Oltmans, who was the intended receiver on that last one. He's got Cade Wiseman lined up on him, and that looks like that's exactly where Hymas is going to throw. Oltman's runs over to the sideline. They're going to say it's incomplete. Not enough room on that sideline for Oltman, Oltman's to get the ball. Hymas needs to keep that one just a little bit more in bounds as it stands fourth down and 10 from their own 45. Another punt for the Braves. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a it's a tricky situation there because if, you, if you're just off a, you know, just a, a degree on your throw, uh, that ball can be picked off. There was really good coverage on the comeback route. Um, so not the end of the world to just throw that ball to a place where only your receiver can get it. Wiseman and Jones both standing just inside their own 15-yard line awaiting this punt. They haven't had a, I think they fair caught just about every punt that's come down because they've been so high and really well kicked. Wiseman's going to run underneath this one, and he'll take a knee just as he gets the ball away, throws his hands in the air to say, I wanted a fair catch on that one. Please don't light me up because you guys are down here. Uh, but Sutton does take over first and ten. Yeah, and an opportunity to to really break the game open as as well as their defense is playing. If you come here, if you come out here and put six or eight more points on the board, uh, Battle Creek's going to be fighting a really uh, uphill battle trying to climb back into this game. So really critical drive here for Sutton. They can put the game away essentially four minutes on the clock in the third quarter. Looks like it is going to be Wiseman in at quarterback. Perrin still a little bit banged up. Maryland Eye, they'll hand it off to Simonson following everyone to the far side. Flags fly in, though. And that's going to be a illegal procedure against the Mustangs. Back them up five yards. They'll have first down and 15 from their own 14. You know, each quarterback individually has their own um, tendencies and timing with their cadence and how they how they bark out their calls. So uh, we saw the new quarterback come in there, Cade Wiseman. And Perrin's got his shoe off over here. We can see on this near sideline, he's getting that ankle 
taped up over here from the trainer. That's definitely an, an, an ankle sprain, whether he got rolled up on, stepped on, what have you. As it stands, Wiseman under center. They'll hand it off to Jacob Rogers following to the right side, and he'll pick up four on the play. Yeah, number 66 gets the play call there, and, uh, yeah, gets four yards. Reward the big man for all the good job he's been doing blocking-wise. Uh, gets the... Gets a four-yard gain and now makes it second and 11. A little more manageable. Uh, you, you know, second 11 for an offense like that is not the end of the world. Jacob Rogers is a big guy back there. He's a 215-pound senior. So when you hand the ball off to someone that size, he also plays on the line. He's definitely going to lay the wood to you. Second down and 11. Wiseman. We'll run a play action to that far side. He's rolling out, trying to find someone downfield. Just throws this one up for grabs. It's going to be a little too far running to that far side. Jordan Davis. Yeah, da- dangerous throw there from Wiseman because um, it was a 50-50 ball, and it was slightly underthrown. Looked like Mettler for Battle Creek maybe had the angle on it just a step or two away from potentially making the interception. But, uh, you know, he also had Davis. Davis is a big target, so he can go up and make those 50-50 jump ball catches, but um, luckily for Sutton, ball lands on the turf. Third down and 11 from about the 17-yard line. Need to get out to the 28, about 28-and-a-half-yard line. Wiseman still in at quarterback. Maryland Nye behind him. Handed off to Jordan De- or to uh, Jacob Rogers running to the left side. He does a great job running for about 6-7 yards, but that's not going to be enough. They'll run the punting unit onto the field. Just a trap play up the middle there to Jacob Rogers, where um, the center's gonna, uh, the the guard's gonna let somebody go, and then the, you're gonna have the center fill in, and the guard's gonna pull around, and, and he got upfield for about five yards. Wiseman more than capable running this offense on there, but it is very different without Perrin in as the signal caller. Jones gets the punt away, very high coming to the sideline. Battle Creek's gonna have the ball on the Sutton side of the 50. And as I say that, the ball takes a great Sutton roll. So Battle Creek will take over on their own 47. Yeah, so, so far early or in the second half, Battle Creek have actually been doing pretty well as far as field position goes. Take over on their own 48, basically midfield. And now we're getting to the point in the game, 235 left in the third quarter, where um, if you're going to make a run at this thing, uh, it starts now. Battle Creek has been in the red zone only one time. They threw an interception there, threw an interception on the following drive as well. Sutton has not been inside the red zone once. First play from scrimmage for the Braves. They're going to hand it off following to this right side. Gain of six on the play. That was Mettler getting the carry. That's how the Braves want to start now because they have been at midfield. They've had great position, great field possession throughout the ballgame. Yeah, the guard and the tackle pulled again, and that time they did a much better job of um, – getting to the gap and actually putting a block on somebody. So Mettler's able to get about five yards. Starting to try to go with a little bit more pace as well. Hymas takes the shotgun snap, handing it off to that left side, far side with Caden Renner, who's going to barrel his way forward for two more yards, third down and three upcoming. Yeah, same exact play call. They must have liked, seen something they really liked because uh, they ran the same play twice in a row. Pace now for the Braves, running the same formation, single receivers, both sides, two running backs to each side for Hymas. He'll hand it, not hand it off, to Mettler, he'll keep it himself. He's going to run for a first down before getting 
or that'll be right near the sticks, but there's a flag coming in. That one looks like that's going to back them up, uh, no matter if they got the first down or not. Yeah, hard to see if it was an illegal block or a hold. Looks like there's going to be a holding call. So from where the flag is laying, about right at the line of scrimmage, going to back them up 10, put them in third and long. That's going to be a lot more difficult to get. Going to probably change the play call on that one. It was a read for Hymas in the backfield on whether or not he handed off to Mettler going to the left side. He decided to keep it, and he was right at the stick, so it was going to be close to being a first down, maybe a fourth down and about half a yard, but instead third down and 13 from their own 45. Twins going to that far side, single receiver to the near side. That's Oltman's over here. Mettler standing just behind just behind Hymas in the shotgun. Hymas makes a very quick throw to that far side and it goes through the hands. Very dangerous. McCracken, as the ball goes through his hands, that was almost an opportunity for another sudden interception. Punning unit now running onto the field for Battle Creek. Yeah, we've I saw Sutton in warm-ups run that tip drill and uh, you should Sutton defenders were just a step off. Maybe could have had the opportunity for an interception. Very dangerous throw. Um, it was thrown very high, and now uh, Battle Creek's got to punt it away, and um, time's going to become an issue the way Sutton runs their offense. They take a lot of time off the clock. Stuvey back in to punt the ball away. Had a very, very busy night here in Sutton. Kicks it off from his own 25, 35-yard line. Very high punt. Jones running back himself. He make the fair catch at about his own 16, 17-yard line. Beauty of a punt that time from Stuvey. Yeah, just a perfect spiral um, as if it came out of a quarterback's arm. Just very good hang time, and uh, it allowed the coverage team to get down and suddenly had to call the fair catch there. Good field position for Battle Creek, forcing them inside the 15-yard line. Now Sutton's got to come out and uh, see if they can put a drive together, uh, not just to potentially score points, but to start to melt the clock a little bit. Perrin walking around on this sideline over here. Helmet still off, trying to loosen up that ankle. He looks like he's in a little bit of pain, so Wiseman going to stay in at quarterback. He's in at shotgun. First time we've seen him not under center. Twins both sides for him. He'll hand it off to Simonson following to the right. Bodies go flying because there's a lot of pushing and shoving right on that line of scrimmage. Nothing dirty, but both teams being very physical in the trenches. Second down and 10, no gain for Simonson. And I'm not sure how much... Battle Creek has seen Simonson on film, so we'll see if maybe they're going to key in a little bit more on Simonson and if that's going to open it up for Cade Wiseman uh, to maybe get some yards because he's just he's a jackrabbit. He bounces in and out of his cuts. He's got a lot of athleticism in the open field. Twins both sides for Wiseman. Very wide split between the center and the left guard, and that's exactly where Simonson is going to run. He runs through one arm tackle, makes a jump cut back in, following a blocker. He's past the 45 and being shoved out of bounds at the 47-yard line. Sure footing that time for Simonson in another big game to get the Mustangs out to midfield. That was huge with the starting quarterback out. Brett Simonson takes the the belly dive and goes 33 yards down the field. And now Sutton is finally putting together a drive here. They had the scoring drive earlier. Uh, haven't done much since with the football. Now extends the drive, takes time off the clock, and you feel pretty good about yourself because, um, you know, you got one of those little plays to actually bust. Mustangs have not been inside the red zone. I'm trying to think back if they've even been inside the 30, and I don't think they have. First down and 10 from midfield. Wiseman will hand it off to Grease, who's now in at running back, and he'll get a gain of about one on the play. Maybe he gets past that line of scrimmage. That might be the last play, depending on when they blow this play clock ready to go. 
And as they blow that right now, there's 20 seconds left, and they all know it on the field as they're just kind of standing around, not even getting a play call. They're holding up four fingers because they know there's one quarter to go. Here in Sutton, it's the Mustangs leading 14. Battle Creek, nothing on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Georgia's 66 Easy Stop 3G and Subway wants to send a big congratulations to the Mustangs on a fantastic football season. Stop in today for Ultra Clean Phillips 66 gasoline, snacks, cold drinks, groceries, and don't forget to wash the vehicle at the car wash. Eat fresh from Subway featuring delicious Goodrich ice cream, pizza, salads, and breakfast. Georgia's 66 Easy Stop really is your one-stop shop. Good luck in tonight's game from Georgia's 66 Easy Stop in Sutton. At Sutton Lumber, we're proud to call Sutton home. If you're proud of your home and have projects coming up, from construction to fix it yourself, visit your hometown store. Sutton Lumber, a proud supporter of our Sutton area student-athletes. George's Aerial Spraying in Sutton offers many spraying services. Bill George, owner and pilot, offers crop care by air. Call Bill today for more information on spraying services at 402-773-5581. That's 773-5581. One more quarter to come here from Sutton. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Hockengay. Power 99, KKPR, Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings. 14 to nothing lead for Sutton over Battle Creek as we get ready to start this fourth quarter. Don't forget, after the game, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Trent will give you a bunch of stats. I'll give you some scores from around the area before we get you into that scoreboard show with Jeff Babel and the gang here on Power 99, also on 1230 KHAS Radio. As Trent and I were talking between the quarters there, there's a a very good chance that Battle Creek might only have the ball two more times the way Sutton runs the ball and runs a lot of clock, but also the way that Battle Creek has not put together very fast possessions. Sutton, just a side note here, over 300 yards rushing now heading into the fourth quarter. And Brett Simonson, uh, he went over the 200-yard mark with his last run. Twins both sides for Wiseman, who stays in at quarterback. Simonson handing right behind him. We see Perrin running on the sideline, getting continuing to get that ankle loosened up. Speed option coming to this left side. Pitch to Simonson, who catches the ball five yards behind the line of scrimmage. He's going to be grabbed around the shoulder pads and spun down, but not until after he picks up four. I'll tell you what, that's a heck of a tackle there uh, to grab Simonson. Um, on the outside there, just grabbed him by the jersey. Nothing illegal, just grabbed him and, uh, and threw him down. Nice play by him. Third down and five upcoming. Already sudden, as we talked about, time becomes the enemy for Battle Creek. They take a lot of time between plays. Twins both sides for Wiseman. Simonson standing just to his left. And they'll hand it off to Simonson again, running to this near side. He's going to spin back inside, and that looks like he's going to get a first down, depending on that spot. We've seen a couple of these where those spots end up being about a yard, two yards behind where they go, and that's going to bring up a fourth down and maybe an inch. All right. Sutton, this is a championship conversion here. Fourth and less than a yard. You don't punt the ball away here. You come out, and the way your defense is playing, um, you go for it here. You're on... Well, you might say they they don't punt the ball here, but it looks like uh, Coach Raymer disagrees because 
the way Battle Creek has not been able to move the ball at all. They've had it at midfield a lot, and we're going to see the punt unit come on with Quentin Jones, who gets this one away. Nice, high, deep kick. This one's going to be caught and muffed and down at the five-yard line. There was not a lot doing there on the return as it went right through the hands of the return man. So very terrible field position for Battle Creek, who has spent most of the game around midfield. As a punt returner, you've got to have that. Uh, you've got to have field awareness and know when you're inside the 10-yard line, let the ball go. He uh, he was trying a little too hard to just go out and make a play, and uh, the ball was kicked over his head, had to turn, try to make the Willie May-style catch, bounce off, and now, yeah, now they're inside their own five-yard line. Most of the field position for Battle Creek has been on Sutton's side of the 40, and now we're going to see Hymas standing on his own goal line. Twins to the far side. He drops back to pass, very quick pass to the far side. It's tipped at the line of scrimmage. That ball almost could have been caught by Seth George. He knows he got his, got his big mitts on it and wanted someone else to come grab the ball. Yeah, it's nice when you're six foot four, six foot five, and you can just put your big paws up in the air and uh, take away a passing lane from the quarterback because, you know, that prevents a lot of the quick, easy slants Battle Creek's trying to run, so really good job by him. Uh, Sutton's well-coached. They teach their guys get a hand up in the passing lane, exactly what they did. We also want to thank our presenting sponsors for high school state playoff football, like Mary Landing Healthcare, Your Care, Our Inspiration, second down and 10. Hymas takes a snap in his own end zone, looking left, and he throws this one way downfield, not even close, looking for Chase Oltmans, and they've tried to find him downfield a number of times. That one just way too far, third down and 10 from their own five-yard line. Yeah, Wiseman, he... I mean, he had plenty of space there to turn and make a play. Uh, it just wasn't there. But, you know, your Battle Creek, you haven't been moving the ball in the second half, so you got to take a shot at some point, and that's exactly what they did there. One of the best passing teams in the state, Donovan Trumbull, came into Sutton early on in the season, and Sutton didn't have any problem with that, as we see Battle Creek definitely having to pass the ball more than they have throughout this season. Hymas, again, standing on his own goal line, trips to the far side. He's looking that far side. Now he'll throw, deliver the ball over the middle, dive from his receiver, and unable to reel that one in is Parker Picorni. So we're going to see the Braves have to punt from inside their own end zone. Yeah, Hymas really loads up when he goes to throw the football, put a lot of zip on the ball. Uh, just wasn't in the area of anybody, really. A little too low for his receivers, but, you know, away from defenders. So now, 10-20 on the clock, and you're punting inside their own five. We've seen a, num a snap or two maybe not come back so clean, so we'll see if Sutton puts pressure on the on the punt here. Stuvie standing maybe a yard from the backside of that end zone. So very important to get a good snap here. That one low, but he does a good job to get it. And high, kind of a knuckleball punt coming away, and that's going to land at the 30 and roll just to about the 31, 32-yard line. This might be about the furthest downfield Sutton has been all game, and they're going to take over for an entire possession first and 10. Yeah, because uh, the two times they have scored came from 70 yards and 59. Haven't been able to get to the red zone. Now just 10 yards away from that spot. And they're going to take it from the 32-yard line. A big opportunity here. Uh, if they score, I would say uh, the game's going to be pretty much out of reach for Battle Creek. And right now we uh, are continuing to monitor who is in at quarterback. Still Wiseman. Um, 
if you are Coach Raymer and you can get another another touchdown on the board, you don't even have to think about putting Perrin back in this ball game, saving for another weak motion coming left to right with Grease, and they're going to hand it off to him. He's got a whole lot of blockers over here. He might get to this line of scrimmage. A bunch of Braves flying in. He's hit right when he gets out of bounds. That was very, very close over there, but it does look like he maybe picked up a yard. Yep. Uh, just a good play there from Sutton. They didn't get any yards, but now it, it makes Battle Creek respect the give there. They're flowing really hard side to side. Uh, what they can do there is they can run a counter off of that or they can run something up the middle uh, really to set up um, a quarterback keeper or, you know, go back to Simonton, your workhorse. Taking a long time to huddle up on a second down and eight. Ball just shy of the 30. They do have to get down to about the 22-yard line. They're on the close hash and going to bring three receivers to this near side. Two receivers, my mistake, and a tight end to the near side. And instead, we're going to go ahead and get a timeout. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. 10-04 to go in the ballgame. Sutton leads Battle Creek 14 to nothing here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Call Clay County Tree Service for all of your tree trimming and tree removal needs. Clay County Tree Service is insured and offers free estimates, affordable pricing, reliable service, and on-site job cleanup. Call Brandon today at 402-984-7346 for Clay County Tree Service. That's 984-7346. At Sutton Lumber, we're proud to call Sutton home. If you're proud of your home and have projects coming up, from construction to fix it yourself, visit your hometown store. Sutton Lumber, a proud supporter of our Sutton area student-athletes. Out of the ENT Physicians of Kearney timeout, it's twins to the near side motion coming left to right with Wiseman in that quarterback. He'll hand it off to Grease, and he's got a little bit of room, but he'll be blocked or tripped up just inside the 20. He had to get past one tackler, and he was going to take that one to pay dirt, and we'll see the Mustangs for the first time in the red zone. Oh, boy, I thought he was gone. I I couldn't see that defender just uh, lying in the grass waiting to make the tackle, but uh, there he was, and, and uh, great, great job. They ran that fly sweep to the edge, and uh, they convert. Now they move the sticks. Uh, time taken off the clock, under 10 minutes now. First and 10 from the 18. Wiseman been in at quarterback for the last few possessions after Perrin went out with a bum ankle. Motion again coming left to right. This time they will still hand it off to Grease coming around there. A whole bunch of blockers out front, but one of them looked like they maybe was holding a flag comes in after Grease runs down inside the 15. Yeah, an aggressive toss by the ref there on the holding called uh, obvious holding on the couldn't see who did it, but yeah, that one's going to come back. And not the end of the world. You're you're in first and long now if they do accept. Uh, but, you know, time is just going to continue to tick off the clock. And that flag was thrown at the 20, so that's going to go ahead and back them up. As they just got their first possession inside the red zone, they are right back to the 30-yard line. They've got to get down to the 8. First down in a little bit of a... A couple counties to drive across to get over there. Wiseman in at quarterback. Motion coming left to right with Grease. Not handing it off to him that time. Wiseman going to keep it and run up the middle, but instead he's brought 
down for another loss getting into the backfield. Parker Picorni, uh, Trent, they're on this near hash, running everything to this near hash. There's a whole lot of green grass and football field to the far side that they are not utilizing. Man, I think if they could just implement a counter somewhere in there, uh, Wiseman's going to jog and the end zone because Battle Creek is just flowing so hard, just overselling. They they have to sell out to to stop the athleticism from Greece and Simonson and all those boys. Um, so maybe a counter coming. You don't want to. I don't want to put the ball in the air here. Just keep that clock ticking. Second down and 24 as that clock does continue to kick to tick down, and we're going to go ahead and get an ENT Physicians of Kearney timeout from Sutton. The Mustangs, 14, the Braves of Battle Creek, nothing. 8.38 to go in the ballgame here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Clay County Physical Therapy provides you with the care you deserve and the results you desire. Whether it's a sports injury treatment or some other rehab service that you need, call Clay County Physical Therapy at 402-773-0270. Clay County Physical Therapy sends out congratulations to the Sutton Sports teams. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay, Cassie Sloan back at the studios in Kearney. Second down at 24, upcoming for the Mustangs, who hold a 14-0 lead over visitors Battle Creek. Wiseman at quarterback, handing it off to Simonson, who's dancing around a couple guys in the backfield before being tripped up, and he's going to still be short of the 25-yard line. They have to get all the way down to the 8 on this third down. Yeah, just... Not a lot of running room for him there, uh, but he he is able to pick up about five yards on the play. So now third and 18, um, we're approaching that eight-minute mark where, you know, Battle Creek probably only going to get the ball back two times at most. So you don't want to turn the ball over here. Just uh, You just want to be content with getting out of this possession. They're on the close hash and trips to this near side, standing almost on the sideline. Wiseman at quarterback takes the snap. He's going to run a quarterback draw, but there's nothing doing there. He doesn't even get close to getting back to that line of scrimmage. He'll lose one. Yep, nowhere for him to go. Just uh, fake like he's going to pass. Exactly what you said. Ran that quarterback draw up the middle. Nowhere for Wiseman to go. And now we're under eight minutes, and it's fourth and 19. And you can punt it here and try to pin him inside the five or the 10-yard line. Um, that's what I would do. I would try to gain the field position. And we thank our presenting sponsors in this ball game, like Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your pioneer seed dealer. Fourth and a long ways to go are the Mustangs. Going for it, just as Trent said he would. Inside the 30, got to get all the way down to the 8-yard line. Wiseman looking right. He's going to put this one up towards the end zone, throwing it down. Great grab as he's lit up in the end zone. They're going to say he hung on to it. Seth George going up, making the grab. Fourth down and and 19 to go from the 27-yard line, and that's exactly what the Mustangs needed. Man, great play call there. Uh, shoot or shoot, and that's exactly what Wiseman did. Just threw the jump ball to Seth George. And Seth George is big. He's tall, got long arms, great hands, made up, split the two defenders, 
on the sideline there in the end zone, able to pull down the touchdown pass. Uh, just a just a clutch play there from Wiseman to George. And now Sutton up 20 points with about seven minutes left in the game, uh, creating an uphill battle for Battle Creek. This touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank in Kearney, the better bank extra point upcoming. We still see Wiseman in at quarterback. He hasn't been the one throwing it around as much as Perrin, but he gets the touchdown there. They're going to run a speed option to the near side. Instead, he's going to throw it into the end zone because he sees Seth George standing wide open again. So Seth George puts up six on the 27-yard touchdown reception and then two more on the extra point. 7.07 to go in the ballgame. Sutton leads Battle Creek 22 to nothing here on Power 99 and FlatRiverPreps.com. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's, it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors. And having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. I'm Shelly Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Kickoff goes out of bounds from Wiseman, who just had the 27-yard touchdown pass. And we're here in the broadcast booth in Sutton, brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play, and Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. New possession upcoming for the Braves. A very, very uh, uphill battle because just looking at the total yards that they've had, and not a lot going on, and now they're behind three scores, 22 to nothing, seven minutes to go in the ball game. Twins to the far side, single receiver to the near side for Hymas in the shotgun. He'll take the snap, looking to that far side, tries to throw a quick pass, diving grab. That is a very nice grab on that far side. Got a towel coming up, covering a lot of it, but it looks like Caden McCracken getting the grab on that far side, second down and six. Yeah, just releasing McCracken out of there, out of the backfield, and uh, they're going to move the sticks. Very quickly to the line of scrimmage, they'll hand it off this time. Nothing doing out of the backfield. Uh, a lot of times we've seen them run plays quickly, but that time it was Caden Renner, nowhere to go, third down and seven. Yeah, something just so good around defense, and... Uh, nowhere for Renner to go there. Now you're already in third and seven. Uh, time is not on your side. If you don't get the conversion here, um, four down territory, you got to go for it. Trips to the near side for Hymas. Single receiver to the far side. He's going to roll to this near side. Plenty of time right now. Throwing it over to the sideline. A ball wobbling, and it goes through the hands of Hard to see where that was, and yep, that's going to be McCracken went right through his hand. So fourth down and seven. They're inside their own 40. Decision time for Coach Carlson with only six minutes to go in this ballgame. Probably going to have to go for it on fourth down. Maybe one, maybe two possessions left in this ballgame. Sutton can burn a lot of clock every time they're on the field with the ball. Yeah, the way Sutton's been playing on offense, no doubt in my mind, 
you go for it here with just six minutes left in the ball game. Your your possessions are limited, down three scores. Uh, no doubt about it, go for it. And that's exactly what they're going to do. Fourth down and seven from their own 39. Trips to the near side. Hymas takes the step in shotgun, looking to the near side. Now back to the far side. The ball goes through the hands, right through the hands of Parker McCorney. Turnover on downs, and it looks like we're not even going to have to see quarterback Jackson Perrin come back into this ball game because Wiseman has done more than serviceable job. He threw a 27-yard touchdown pass. Six minutes to go in the ballgame. 22-0 Sutton leading Battle Creek. Yeah, that's a really good really good problem to have, having two good quarterbacks. You got Cade Wiseman taking over, doing a fantastic job. He hasn't had to play in a lot of you know important minutes. He's, he's cleaned up some games, and, uh, and now he comes in, throws the, the clutch touchdown pass to George. And now Sutton's going to come out and try to run the rest of this clock out or or at least try to get close with six minutes left in the game. Jacob Rogers in at fullback. Wiseman under center. He'll hand it off to Simonson, who follows Rogers to the right side. They'll fall forward for a gain of one. Yeah, Rogers, a big boy, just get this number called. 215-pound fullback. Going to gain two yards on the play. Now he's up to 14 yards on three carries. So he's averaging three and a half yards a carry. That's pretty good for a lineman. Taking a long time between snaps are the Mustangs, and we talked about that. When they get on the field, they can run off three, four, five minutes without really having to do a whole lot. Second down, and nine Wiseman coming under center. Single receiver to the near side is Jordan Davis. Not going to hand the ball off to Rodgers. Instead, Wiseman trying to run around. His blocker gets lit up, and he'll get, make a gain of about a yard on that time. Simonson was trying to go lead, uh, give a lead block, and he's a little shook up. With his arm, he's hanging on to hanging on to his wrist. He's going to come out this time. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. But that's a player that the Mustangs, as Perrin's already on the sideline, they don't need Simonson coming out as well. Yeah, especially uh, going forward if we're looking past this game, and hopefully it's just uh, hopefully just a stinger or something, maybe a uh, Charlie horse, so he can get back in the game. Maryland Eye now for the Mustangs with Rogers at the front of it. Going to hand the ball off to him, coming around to this right side. Stiff arms, one guy dances around another one. Good mobility, but he'll get just short of the 25-yard line. And that's going to be a fourth down upcoming for Sutton. And Battle Creek burns a timeout to you know, try to save the clock. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. 440 to go in the ballgame. Sutton leads Battle Creek 22 to nothing here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Internet streaming of high school games on Platte River Radio's group of stations and on PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Fourth down now for Sutton from the 35-yard line. Got to get just across that 30, and they are going to punt it on this one, try and pin Battle Creek deep. It's a three-possession ball game, 440 to go. Battle Creek is going to have to score in a hurry to try to come back into this one. 
Good punt gets away. Not a lot of pressure there. Ball going to just dance into the end zone. That's the first time we've seen the ball take a significant roll, but that's also the first time we've seen the ball land where there hasn't already been a lot of foot traffic. Yeah, a little less hang time on that punt, too, so uh, the trajectory allowed it to you know, roll forward. And, and we've seen an equipment issue on the sideline here. One of the defensive linemen, he had to switch helmets with another guy, but he's going to be okay. And looks like they're doing a little testing on the sideline for Brett Simonson. Hopefully he's okay. Sutton has posted six shutouts through their nine regular season games. Other than the Centennial loss, they only gave up 13 points right now, lead 22 to nothing, trying to start these playoffs with a shutout there as well. Battle Creek has made five straight state semifinals, need to, needing to come back from 22 down, four and a half to go. Hymas looks right. He pumps, going to put this one over the top, underthrown, and going to be intercepted. That should just about wrap this one up as, as uh, Dustin Stone, one of the players for the Mustangs that we see usually get his name in the books on the offensive side of the ball as one of the wideouts, and he's getting up gingerly now after making that interception at the thir- at the 44-yard uh, line. Boy, great play by him to just. Oh no, this is gonna. This one's gonna come back as well. Battle Creek's gonna hang on to the ball. Dustin Stone being carried over to the sideline. Uh, this injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. They're saying it was roughing the passer. So Battle Creek, as they threw the interception, got hit, and that's going to move the ball downfield. So now you've got Dustin Stone, Jackson Perrin, and Brett Simonson all standing on the sideline. you got three starters out for Sutton. Uh, luckily for Sutton, they're deep. They have a lot of athletes and He's limping pretty bad. Hopefully he's going to be okay, though, going forward. He had to get helped by a couple of teammates all the way to the sideline. He's now on the bench getting looked at by the trainer. We'll try to keep you updated on that. Twins to the far side for Hymas, who's in the shotgun after the fresh set of downs. He'll throw this one towards the sideline. Ball grabbed as he rolls into the sideline by Slate Craft. Looking at where they are, that's going to be just past the first down to move the chains. Yeah, they're going to give him the first down, 10-yard pass there to Slate Craft. Uh, really quick play and uh, not sure why the chains aren't moving. And that's definitely advantage Sutton because Battle Creek was trying to get pace going, but without those chains moving, that allowed them some time to get set. Battle Creek definitely upset as they want to get pace going. They're already at the line of scrimmage. Hymas in the shotgun, twins to the far side. He'll look to the near side. Now he's looking across the middle, trying to find Kraft again, but this ball bounces out of his hands. Good defense there coming across the middle for James Grease. Yeah, he was ready to lay the wood on him as uh, maybe he's going to potentially make the catch, but uh, ball falls to the turf. But Battle Creek, they're showing glimpses of being able to throw the football. Uh, they're a good football program. Uh, you don't get to five straight semifinals without being able to run and pass the football. Twins to the far side again for Hymas. Also a tight end over there as well. Hymas dropping back to pass, looking to the far side, throw this one just a little bit low. We're going to see if the catch was made by Reese Bodie, and they're going to say it is. So a third down and two upcoming for the Braves, running quickly to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they're going to have to start going really fast, just uh, under four minutes now, down three scores, pace, pace, pace. Hymas takes the snap. He'll hand it off, running to this left side, right through everybody, and inside the 40 is Dylan Mettler. That's one of his better runs throughout this ballgame. Yeah, good job by him to be able to move the sticks. Stop clock, clock stops for just a second now. Uh, they're going to run another play. Hymas takes the snap. He'll hand it off to Mettler again, running to this left side. He'll dance back in just a little bit, but he's met before he can get to the 35-yard line. Gain of three as that clock continues to run. 
Yeah, you hate to see that when you're down down three scores, and, you know, time is a huge factor right now. You do not want that clock to run. Try to get out of bounds, maybe throw the football. Snap to Hymas, dropping back to pass, looking right. He'll throw it over towards the sideline. Ball is caught, but then truck-sticked is Reese Bodie inbound, so that will stop the clock at least until they set the chains. Uh, Battle Creek continuing to move down the field. Yeah, it was a really nice catch and good, good, good concentration by Reese Bodie to hold on to the football there because he got lit up on the side there. Ball handed off to Mettler again going up the middle. That's that's one of those that's a little bit questionable as you're trying to come back into this game, running the ball right up the middle, no chance to even get out of bounds. Second down and eight. Yeah, you're just they take the snap again, trying to get quickly. This ball thrown to the sideline, almost picked off. Grease diving in, about to, about to make the interception. Third down and eight, but that does stop the clock for Battle Creek. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a good thing. The bad thing is, is like you said, it was almost picked off there. So, um, Battle Creek, now the clock's up. They can take a little more time and, and run a play in from the sideline and, and maybe come up with something uh, nifty here. Hymas and company able to take a couple breaths this time, take the huddle, get that play call from the sideline, and they're going to talk about this one a little bit more. There's going to be a timeout, this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. The Battle Creek timeout with 2.51 to go in the ballgame. They trail 22-0 here in Sutton on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Sutton taking all the time they can in this timeout. Battle Creek only had a little bit to talk about, but that's one of those that they took the timeout after the clock was already stopped, didn't use the timeout when they were tackled inbounds running up the middle. As it stands, though, third down and eight from inside the 25-yard line. Hymas in the shotgun, twins to the far side. He'll look to that far side now, back to the left, tries to throw this one back to the right, but the ball is tipped right at the line of scrimmage. There are a couple different Mustang linemen that are proud of themselves, banging helmets, but they also think they should have had that ball and had the interception. Yeah, great job by the defensive line there to get their hands up. Uh, Second time we've seen that where they've batted the ball at the line of scrimmage, and if you can just eliminate a passing lane with those big, long arms, uh, really going to help out your football team. So great job there. It kind of limits what Battle Creek can do. Now fourth and six, fourth and seven, you, you pretty much have to pass here. Potentially the last play that Battle Creek will have with the ball is we're just shy of two and a half to go in the ball game. Trips to the near side for Hymas in shotgun. Five rushing for Sutton. Hymas going to be chased out of the pocket, tries to turn it upfield, runs out of an arm tackle. He's now running past the 20, trying to get to the first down and runs past Everyone, he's down close to the 10-yard line, looking at the sticks across there. He's going to have a first down. What a scramble by Hymas to keep the drive and the season alive. Yeah, really impressive open field playmaking ability. And that's a kid that just wants to win, you can see. Um, and they're coming up to the line, ready to run another play already. We see Kraft going in motion out to that far side, making trips over there. Hymas takes a snap. They'll hand... Hand it off up the middle with Mettler. So that clock's going to run, but they do get inside the 10. Yeah, not a fan of that play call because of the clock. so much clock is going to run off. But um, regardless, gets about three yards on the play. Second down and eight inside the 10. 
They do have a chance at another first down. Hymas takes the shotgun snap, looking right where they have trips. Now he's looking back left. He'll just throw this one up and off the crossbar, uh, trying to find a couple different receivers in there. Not a lot of time in the backfield. Just threw that one away. Yeah, but he put the ball on a position where only his receiver um, could potentially jump up and get it. Uh, the ball was about 10 feet in the air. As, uh, that, where, that's where that crossbar is. So uh, good play there. Now your third, third and eight here with about two minutes. Taking a long time with the huddle because they can on the incomplete pass that time. We've seen them uh, obviously run up to the line of scrimmage a lot quicker when they do have to when that clock is running. Tight end to the left, twins to the far side for Hymas. He'll take the snap, looking to that far side, throwing it up to the end zone. He's got a receiver coming back to the ball, trying to see where they are. They're going to say he caught it. They're going to say points are on the board. Reese Bodie making the touchdown grab on the far side from eight yards out. Yep, nice catch there by Bodie. Just uh, to the back, Pylon jumped up, made the catch. Uh, nice pitch and catch, and Battle Creek gets on the board. And if you're Sutton, you're playing for a lot right now, and they've as they've pitched six shutouts, they're not going to get a seventh on the season. Battle Creek down now 16 is going to go ahead and kick the extra point. That's something we haven't seen in a whole lot of games. Again, Sutton in to kick the extra point is Mason Mink, and he'll get this one up high, and it looks like it's true. They're going to say it's good. So after the five points bank, touchdown to Bodie from eight yards out. 2-0-1 to go in the ball game. It's 22-7. Sutton leading Battle Creek on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Synergize from Ag Explorer International is your all-in-one drip control, defomer, surfactant, and ammonium salts with a water conditioner and absorption activator. Synergize is the number one AMS replacement on the market. Over 30 million acres worldwide have made the right choice with Synergize. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical today for a dealer in your area to get Synergize, NutriPack, Enzone, and other great products from Ag Explorer International. 308-468-6206. Only 2-0-1 left to go in the ballgame. Sutton leads Battle Creek. Battle Creek about to kick this one off after getting their first points in the ballgame. Hands team on. Definitely need the ball back here. The onside kick doesn't even get close. As a matter of fact, it rolls back across the 40, and Battle Creek players are going to dive on it because it looked like Sutton said, oh, the ball's over there. They almost went and just picked it up, and we're going to try to house it. Instead, they'll take over inside the 40 for what looks to be the last possession of the ball game because Battle Creek has already used a couple of their timeouts. Yeah, I've never seen that before where the ball actually goes back, so uh, I believe they just played at the spot. Uh, won't. There will be no penalty because it's uh, past the 35-yard line, so they'll take over on the 41-yard line, uh, on the 39-yard line of Battle Creek. We've seen a couple of different players for Sutton come over to this sideline. Helmets are off, and they're walking around uh, for a couple of those players, like Dustin Stone, who did have an interception. Just a quarterback sneak up the middle to start this possession with Wiseman in at quarterback. 
He'll make a gain of three on the play. Yeah, just one timeout left for Battle Creek. So, um, you know, down two scores. You never know what can happen, but um, essentially they can just uh, run the clock out here. And Sutton and head coach Steve Raymer know that's exactly what they need. They're staying, taking a long time in their huddle. He's holding on to his... Uh, Looks like Jacob Haight over here on the sideline, and now running off is Jordan Davis. Haight relays the play call into the huddle. Now they'll hustle up to the line of scrimmage where Wiseman will go under center. Maryland Eye behind him. Waiting to see that back judge start counting, and that was a very, very quick five and delay of game now against the Mustangs. Yeah, when you're counting those five out, you gotta be you got to be true and consistent, but... Uh, the refs, refs overall have done a very good job tonight, and uh, they call the delay game. Going to back them up five. Not going to bother Sutton that much. No, they're just fine. They already know they're trying to run out the rest of this clock. Minute 13 to go in the ball game as the Mustangs have a 22-7 to lead over the Braves from Battle Creek. Wiseman coming up under center, and it's Grease dotting the top of that Maryland eye. They will hand it off to Grease following everyone to this left side. He's going to run over one guy and get back to about to that original line of scrimmage at the 40. Battle Creek will use that timeout, so that's going to be another timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We're going to go ahead and keep that right here. as a minute four left of the ballgame. Uh, Trent, we talked about this last night when we were over on the breeze for Giltner Overton. Running the ball late in the game, what is Coach Raymer telling all of his ball carriers? Yeah, third and ten here. Two hands over the football. You're not concerned with getting those one or two yards. You don't need to keep your legs turning. And what you're concerned with is just running that extra time off the clock. So uh, basic, basic fundamentals, no holding calls, uh, two hands on the football. And when you're down, just hold on to the ball go down. Don't worry about the extra yards. You're just worried about the time right now. And stay in bounds. Sudden, almost a 350 yards rushing on the ball game, and they – Obviously, you want to. There's always milestones you want to try to get to. You want your 100-yard rusher, and if you can get to 350 after you've already crossed 300. But more important now to hang on to the ball because time is the biggest enemy for the Braves of Battle Creek. Wiseman bringing the troops up to the line of scrimmage. Two tight ends. Maryland Eye behind him. They'll hand it off to to Greece running to this left side. He's going to dance around a couple guys before shoestring tackle just past the 30. That's going to be a first down with under a minute to go in this ball game. They can kneel the rest of this one out. Yeah, I thought maybe he was gone. The way he had a head of steam in front of him, and uh, yeah, shoestring tackle prevented him from taking him to the house for another touchdown. So, like you said, under a minute, fresh set of downs. We're going to see a victory formation from Sutton. And Greece, after making that long run, didn't even go to the huddle. He just walks about 20 yards behind the ball because he knows he just has to be back there as the safety valve. Everyone in tight for Wiseman, just waiting on that back judge to start that final five count of the play clock, and that's exactly what starts now. Wiseman under center, takes a snap, walks back a couple steps, kneels it down. We'll have to snap it one more time is what it looks like. But Sutton looks like they're going to be advancing here in the Class C2 football playoffs. And for the first time in a number of years, Battle Creek will not be advancing out of the first round of the playoffs. And you can see they're a good football team, good program. Uh, Battle Creek put up as good a fight as anybody has versus Sutton. Sutton just uh, just too much tonight. And it looks like they're not even going to make them snap this last one off. So Sutton improves to 9-1 and one on the season. Battle Creek falls to 6-4 and four as their season comes to a close. 
Sutton will advance to the round of eight, the quarterfinals of the C2 playoffs. And we've got a lot more coming up with the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Sutton defeats Battle Creek 22-7 here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520, have an or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Are you ready for some football? Uh, let's get ready to rumble. They try Mazer up the middle. He's got a big hole. 35, 40 cuts outside. If he's got the speed, he can go. 40, 30. Miko Mazer has put this football game away. Here's a quick middle. Wilman blocked. Ace block. Shundock. Blue Hills headed to state. Touchdown. John Riles from 42 yards away. Don't miss any of the action at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's, and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. For full details, visit Buzz's at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat. Welcome into the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. All kinds of stats. We already said that Sutton was right around that 350 yards rushing. Let's start with Battle Creek, though, as their season comes to a close at 6-4. What did the Braves have for statistics in their final ball game this year? We have Ty Hymas, 10, 10 for 25 for 95 yards. And did have one touchdown. Uh, Rushing-wise, Dylan Mettler, nine carries for 35 yards. Caden Renner, seven carries, 19 yards. Ty Hymas, 14 carries, 77 yards. And they rushed for 131 yards on 30 carries. Receiving-wise, Caden McCracken, one catch, four yards. Slate Kraft, two catches, 25 yards. Dylan Mettler, one catch for 16 yards. And Reese Bodie had four catches for... 43 yards and a touchdown. Owen Lady, two catches for 12 yards. The Battle Creek Braves racked up 226 yards on 30 plays. And we look over at Sutton. Sutton just... Jackson Perrin, one for two for seven yards. Cade Wiseman, one for two, 27 yards. But it was a big one, a touchdown to Seth George, who had one catch for 27 yards. Jackson Perrin... 11 carries, 93 yards, and a touchdown. James Grease, 5 carries, 34 yards. Brett Simonson, 26 carries, 217 yards, and a touchdown. Cade Wiseman, 6 carries, 15 yards. Receiving-wise, Jordan Davis, 1 catch for 7 yards. Seth George, 1 catch for 28 yards. Sutton rushed for 359 yards on 52 carries. And that is the stats for this ballgame. And looks like as we look at some of the scores on the other side of the bracket for Sudden, looks like Aquinas did defeat Donovan Trumbull 38-14. to So 
as Aquinas, the 10 seed, was at Donovan Trumbull on the road. They will be at home next week, so the road doesn't get any easier for Sutton. They will go to David City Aquinas for the quarterfinals. More to come from the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show from Sutton. Class C2 playoffs here on Power 99. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln, or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. We want to remind you that the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by B&B Carpet. The reigning Athletes of the Month is wearing the last week of the month. It's Katie Lindner from Pleasanton and Aiden Wheelock of Minden. A lot to break down here uh, from Sutton, where the Mustangs do advance, looking across the rest of that Class C2 bracket. Centennial will be at home against BRLD, still waiting on a winner from Wilbur Claytonia and North Bend Central in the fourth quarter. Wilbur jumps out to a 40-32 to 32 lead. Uh, one game that's not really in doubt that we're waiting on a final is Norfolk Catholic in Fremont Bergen. Norfolk Catholic leads in that fourth quarter 70-32, to 32, so it looks like Norfolk Catholic is going to go ahead and advance, and as I say that, they jump out to a 77. They do get a final on that one, Norfolk Catholic 77-32. to 32. So St. Paul, well, they got the victory tonight as well. They will go to Norfolk Catholic, uh, St. Paul, the sixth seed, Norfolk Catholic, the three seed, both those teams at home this week, higher seed gets the second round. We already said Sutton is going to be heading over to Aquinas in David City for their ballgame this next week. Let's go ahead and get a wrap-up of how this ballgame went down. Both teams exchanging punts to start things out, but a couple minutes into the ballgame, it was a 70-yard Brett Simonson touchdown run, and then the first possession in the red zone for Battle Creek as they trailed 8 to nothing. It was an interception. Cade Wiseman picked it off in the end zone. Very next possession that Battle Creek would have, it was an interception picked off at the 50-yard line. We would see a couple, we would see three interceptions uh, before the end of this ball game that Battle Creek would throw. 
We expected both teams to run, and really, Battle Creek had to throw to move the ball throughout this ballgame. First half only took 50 minutes of live time from kickoff to getting into that halftime. Uh, 50 minutes of live time just flew by. Both teams trying to run the ball as much as possible, ran a lot of clock. Then in the second half, with 7.29 to go in the third quarter, it was a 14-0 lead after a 59-yard Jackson Perrin touchdown run up to this point. Sutton still had zero possessions inside the red zone, but they did have a 14 to nothing lead. And then they would get a 22 to nothing lead after a 27-yard Seth George touchdown reception from Cade Wiseman. That was their first, one of their first times actually getting into the red zone. I think they only got into the red zone one time the entire ball game. On that one, they got a, had been backed up because of penalties. Jumped out to a 22 to nothing lead, and then about five minutes later. Uh, Battle Creek managed to not get shut out in the ball game after five straight trips to the semifinals. They do make the final score 27 or 22 to seven. Reese Bodie with a great touchdown reception from Ty Hymas on that far side of the field. Sutton would end the ball game with, as uh, Trent was talking about, with nearly 400 total yards compared to Battle Creek's 226 total yards of offense. Uh, we knew that the Mustangs were going to try to do as much as they could on the ground with 359 yards, led by Brett Simonson, 26 carries for 217 yards and a touchdown. We're going to take one final break here on on uh, on Power 99, where the Mustangs had a 22 to 7 victory over Battle Creek here in Sutton on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Gary Michaels Clothiers is celebrating, celebrating 35 years of business in Hastings and five years in downtown Kearney. Celebrating you, our terrific customers who have made us so successful. Take 35% off all in-stock suits and sport coats. 25% off all men's and ladies' clothing. An additional 20% off all clearance clothing and shoes. Door prizes for a new suit, Brighton purse, and so much more. Come celebrate at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings in Kearney. As I gave that wrap-up, want to let you know that the sports wrap-up was brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Trent, final thoughts here. We've seen Sutton be very physical throughout the entire year. That's exactly what they were. Um, and it seems like out of nowhere, they'll just continue to run on you, run on you, run on you, lean on you, and then suddenly they were up 22 to nothing. Yeah, it, it comes at you and just and spurts. You'll think you're doing a good job of holding them down, and all of a sudden you look at the stat sheet, and and they're over 300 yards of offense. They're just a good physical team on both sides of the f- football. They've got they've got everything it takes. They've got they've got a big line. They've got great backs. They have the ability to throw the football, and they defend the pass and the run equally well. Uh, good special teams. They're just they have the makings uh, to make a good playoff run here. And we thank a number of our. Uh... Sponsors throughout these state high school football playoffs on Platte River Radio's group of stations, including Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. We said, Trent, that Battle Creek five straight times to the state semifinals. Nothing to hang their hat on, or nothing for them to be hanging their heads as their season comes to a close. No, they, you know, they end the season six and four, but, you know, three of the teams they lost to are ranked one, two, and three. And they played Sutton as tough as anybody has besides Centennial, but... You know, Sutton's been just running through people, but, you know, Battle Creek showed me and everybody here why uh, they're such a proud program. They just have athletes all over the field. They're well-coached, 
And uh, I just like the way they play football. Don't forget the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show is going to be coming up on Power 99 and 1230 KHS Radio. It's brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show every Friday night with Jeff Babel. And we're going to see how many rounds into these playoffs we go. But before we get to that, we are going to switch things and give you a live look where Adam Central leads Central City in the fourth quarter, 28-19 to on ESPN Tri-Cities 1550. We're going to carry that right here on Power 99. So for myself, Caleb Henry, Trent Ockengay, and Cassie Sloan back in the studio at Sutton 22, Battle Creek 7, Mustangs advance in the C2 playoffs here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production.